Hello and welcome to episode 112 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and joining me this fine evening, as always, the one, the only, Mr. Perry Burkham. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> and <laughs> a very special guest is staying up past his bedtime, the old man, <laughs> Justin Nation, joining us once again. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I've been holding off on my prune juice, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not yet, not yet. I took my Metamucil, though. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Justin Nation? Uh, busy, but um, yeah, a lot, lot of, lot of games. It's so just, nothing new. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. we were talking a little earlier today, and it's just like unbelievable the volume of games coming out, and at the consistency of which they're coming out. You know, like if if it's spiked up every once in a while, where you got thirty games one week, and then like it, it died down. But whoo, I, whoo. It's just all yeah, games insane. all the time. It, it literally, like, more games have probably come out this week than, like, at least, like, two to three months, like, during the dog days of the Wii U era. Yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine that during that era is like, yes, and this week it's going to be part four of our discussion of the Nintendo release of a month ago. Yeah. Because <laughs> we have nothing oh, else man. to talk about. Dude, those were those were the days when we used to have the I demand you segments and all these fun yeah. segments, and now all of a sudden Nintendo and and every other developer is like, nah, you guys don't have any more time, no more free time, for no. anything past uh, a week or two old. Uh, what are you supposed to do about it? You know, there's nothing like it's just why are people making so many games? Stop it, dang it! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how dare they? I know it. It's just I know it's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's just one of those things. It's, I can't believe how many games are out, and they come th- in waves of 35 every week now. And the oh. funny thing is, you and I complain about this, yet Justin is in the trenches playing almost all of them. I know. But I know. It, it's gotten... It, I can't even touch half. I mean, well, you know, once you, once you cut off hamster <laughs> stuff, I mean, you know, it's like... So thankfully, yeah. thankfully, uh, thankfully, Hamster doesn't send anything out. I, I remember early on, I'd sent something out to them that they did the greatest favor to me by never responding. Cause yeah, <laughs> it's like I can't even imagine. I know an, a game from them oh my a goodness. week. Oh, and yeah, two games. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah uh, to to throw onto the top of the pile. Uh, did, what about Johnny? Are you doing any Johnny Turbo stuff? I reached out to them about uh, Heavy Burger just because it sounded weird. Um, yeah, haven't heard anything back, and and that's another one. Since a blessing in disguise. Yeah, yeah. Since they consistently oh, release man. them, it's sort of like mm, I'll live. Yeah, exactly. I. Yeah. Well, we're going to start off this episode because everyone knows when Justin comes, he has a, a whole slew of games to talk about. So we've mm-hmm. got the the. I don't know about if 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 it's everyone's favorites, but it's certainly one of our favorites. The quick bites. Five word reviews by Justin Woo! Nation. The quick bites lightning round. Yeah, not to put any pressure on Perry, but there should be some sort of jingle for that. Oh boy, it's quick bites. Five word reviews from Justin Nation. Lightning round. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really should great. be. 
But so what do we got? Let's so get what are we right starting into it. with? Sorry, diving right into it. Uh, first, we have Steven Universe Save the Light. Uh, what I had is a decent action RPG, but buggy. And, okay. And, uh, yeah, um, I, my oldest daughter actually is a big Steven Universe fan, so she's uh, checking it out as well. And, you know, boss fight had a lockup. Um, she's gotten her character, uh, you know, supporting characters gotten stuck a bit. Um, you know, just things that are annoyances, but it, it plays well and looks looks faithful to the franchise. So if you're a big Steven Universe fan, hey, not bad. Never heard of it. Oh, but anyway. Oh man, <laughs> oh, my my daughter loves that show. Um, oh, good. Is it a cartoon or is yeah. it a? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Okay. Yeah. Well, remember, we were looking at it was that and the OK. Um, OK KO. OK KO. Let's play. Right. Those were both gotcha. based off the game. Or oh, the TV okay. show, I think. Or they're both from Cartoon Network. So. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Ne- gotcha. Next is uh, the shape shifting detective. Uh, I said, well-acted FMV, but on-rails mystery. Um, it's by the folks, um, I can't think of the name of, the people that have been doing the um, all the different uh, full Perry, motion video games. you played a few of those, right? The, the Whales? Yeah, yeah, Whales Interactive. Um, gotcha. It's um, got some of the same, like the one actress was in um, the Dr. Decker game uh, in particular. It's, it's sort of in the same uh, vein, Um your detective who can change shapes. So as you solve a mystery, you take the form of different people, uh, trying to sort of suss out details as you talk to different suspects with different people. Trying to, you know, you you sort of memorize details about what other people have said to you, and then that sort of prompts different things that you can try to ask. Um, but it is a bit on rails because, you know, there just aren't a lot of options. So. Um, it's it's neat and it's not too bad of acting as usual with them, but um, it just so feels... it's almost just like a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and yet it isn't as polished as um, like Late Shift. Um, that felt very movie like and sort of polished. This feels for sure. There's a lot of camera cut. Like it, the aside from you interacting, there's just a lot of like cuts. Um, you know, different camera angles and stuff. So it's a bit. I don't know. It's a bit choppier. Um, not okay. To, not to say it's got you know a delay as it loads, but it's just I don't know. Uh, of their things that they've made, this might be the least favorite of mine, but uh, it's still decent. I mean, just yeah, yeah. Um, those have been very well produced. So uh, the next is uh, Asta Breed, um, and what I put down is crazy shmup, uh, bad default controls. Um, oh. That is something, luckily, that you can address. I've played it. Uh, I adjusted the, the default controls because you can change them. Um, but, yeah, it's they had a really weird scheme, and one of the key buttons was um, pressing the um, pressing the right analog stick down. And, you know, if you're doing that a lot, uh, your, your hand starts cramping up because it was like that button and then you had to use the two triggers on the same oh, side yeah. so it was that's just the worst oh it man that not, sounds awful it was not well conceived but it is a it is just the angle changes constantly like you know you're you're doing top down from the side uh, head on it's a really crazy thing and then you've got anime stuff going on and people yelling the entire time you're playing it oh is, no it's one of those you'd have to see the video. It's it's very intense. I have no idea what's happening half the time, but it is entertaining. It's just it's a crazy crazy thing. Um, 
the wow. next the next one I had was um, Full Metal Furies, which I think Casey was playing. Yeah. Um, but I, I had a beat 'em up shooter, best with co op. Um, I didn't. Hmm. I, I I don't. I think with another another person or ideally four people, it would work far better. As a single player, um, like things like uh, the sniper is really hard to use. Like with if you had more people, the sniper could sort of get stand some back cover. and pick them off. Yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. could get some cover. But if you're playing by yourself and the snipers by themselves, you're you really exposed because you can't you can't charge up worth a damn. Um, and each shot sort of takes. Yeah, it's not like rapid fire. Obviously, with the sniper, you know, it's sort of shoot and you, you got to reload or whatever like a little bit of a delay between shots yeah. there so i mean i like the style i like the sense of humor but yeah as a single player game i'm kind of like uh, i also um it feels cramped in places like it doesn't give you space to work in all the time like you'll be put in sort of a corridor and trying to avoid stuff when that's not really practical so it's just i don't know there's weird things about it that are just like uh it's not bad but but I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not feeling it as a single player. Um, I'll hopefully this week can get a chance to play it co-op some. Yeah, cool. Um, next one is uh, Rage in Peace. Um, I put patience testing memory game and cheap. Um, cheap as a, in price or in no quality? no no <laughs> cheap no uh, cheap deaths. Um, oh, it's you're, a little trolly. Yeah, because it when it's and it's sort of funny, because um, it has you know ridiculous things that are killing you. Like at one point, there's like two puddles, and if you don't watch it, you know a shark jumps out and like you know eats you. So it's you know you've avoided death, or you know death is coming for you sometime that day. Um, uh, but like the entire time you're playing, like supposedly you're you're barely avoiding death. So basically, you know you're gonna move. X number of steps and be ready for something to come for you, whether it's, you know, light fixtures falling on you, random spikes that just happen to pop up out of nothing in the floor. Like I said, the shark. So it's very repetitive and it, it kind of gets annoying. I mean, I guess <laughs> it sounds hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think they're really counting on your, you know, the humor, you know, carrying it. But after a while, like there's a falling section that you get to, I, you know, sort of with it up until the falling section. The falling section, after a while, I was just like, okay, this is just getting dumb. Because, um, yeah, you can memorize the pattern of everything and sort of fly through it. But um, you couldn't really see anything coming. So it, it started really feeling cheap, especially that part. Um, so you really have to memorize, like, the entire pattern kind of thing. You, you can't sort of improvise and, and dodge out of the way of stuff. So it's, it, mm. I don't know, that was kind of annoying. Um, the next one, uh, the walking vegetables, uh, I said decent, but ordinary twin stick shooter. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of twin stick shooters, uh, the particularly walking vegetables. Yes. It's got a great it's, name. Well, and it, it has a look that's, it's sort of like they said, Hey, you know, there's these two indie games that are really popular. One's called hotline Miami. The other one's, uh, the binding of Isaac. And they're like, yeah, let's take the, like the visual styles from those two to sort of uh, put it together and uh, but it's just mm. it's kind of ordinary I mean you know I love the 10 tons fringe stick shooters you've just mm-hmm. got some really strong uh, shooters on the switch already and it just feels kind of generic compared to you know the better shooters so it's not bad gotcha. but it's just like eh, it's for, it's 
nothing too special, but yeah, it, it. I mean, I guess you know, the aesthetic is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I definitely like the look of it. The asparagus that's very very scared. And I see a, it, a crazy hilarious. pineapple too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, and I you know it's fun to kick around. Is it level based or is it like? It is, is wave based or no? It's it's you're there's a big map and there's um and it's kind of randomized even though it's not that there's not that much variety, um but yeah there's a map that you walk um walk to walk to different screens and then there's buildings that you can go in and you'll be attacked and then you know uh-huh. eventually once you clear all the areas then you end up having a boss fight, um you know and it's got some cool weapons you know it's got like alien blasters that do you know. Uh, like a, <laughs> that do different types yeah. of damage I and mean, it's neat um yeah i think it's really cute yeah but yeah, it, yeah it's it's just it, it it's good to kick around for a while but like if i was going to return to something i would pick uh quite a number of twin six years over that you know if it you was know, a month yeah. later and i'm going back that is not right. going to be on the list of ones i'd go back to you you know whenever i think of twin six shooters i just i just think man when are they going to make a sequel to Neon Chrome? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's still that funny. game is I still one of the best. I have not played Neon Chrome. Uh, but oh. my God, did I love Lovecraft. Um, yeah, Tesla, Tesla versus Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. That, yeah. Game, that game was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, even I'd the early Neon stuff they have. Too. The early stuff they had with. I love Crimson Land. Crimson Land. Yeah, I never got very, that. It's very bare bones, especially when you compare it to. Tesla mm-hmm. versus Lovecraft, but it's a lot older. But man, I just I played the hell out of that thing. I remember playing that on the plane to PAX. Ooh-wee. Tesla versus Lovecraft. But next up we have Varion. Yeah, Varion. Um, I said ricochet, a futuristic ricochet happy multiplayer shooter. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a four player thing. You can play against bots. The bots are pretty competent, um, but you know, obviously better with people. Um, you can't shoot anybody directly. Um, in order to, to destroy somebody, you have to ricochet the bullets off the wall. Um, almost feels like uh, party golf in a sense of there are a lot of variables that you can play with to change up you know, minor or major things about the way the game plays with like the number of times it'll bounce off the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they've got some preset ones, but then you can also customize it. Um, it's not, not too bad. I mean, you know, I don't think you'd buy it as a single player game. I think you'd, you know, you'd have to be looking to play with other people. Um, Is it but, local only? Yeah. All right. But um, yeah. but it's not. It's it's pretty. You know, I've played a lot of pretty reductive kind of lame, you know, uh, multiplayer shooter, local multiplayer shooters, and. As things go, this is better than most of them. Um, just because it, it's at least trying to do something a bit different. Um, worth you know, worth checking out video for and stuff like that cool. to see if it's something that would suit you. Do we ever... Whatever happened to that game that we played at PAX that was the local multiplayer, like, shoot-em-up, roguelike game? Remember that? From that develop that... Was those, it in the back uh, towards the Mark uh, the Wolf game? Oh, or oh yeah. Um, yeah. Shoot. Um... Yeah, I can't think of the name of and it. And those guys with the and I yeah the the who were they the European they were dudes. like yeah they were European of some uh, their accents were so strong they I were from a very <laughs> specific place yeah and you had some yeah, sort of yeah, story yeah. connecting to it because you always do <laughs> you yeah. always know yeah. someone from somewhere you're like actually <laughs> I played that I played that on I played it PC, on PC right? um, 
and I think that was the mostly completed version, and it you know it, it still seemed to have a lot of potential. But yeah, that one, mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything more about it coming to Switch yet. I mean, that was the plan, but yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. heard anything more about it. I, that, because was, wasn't online being baked in part of their plan? Um, I think so. Wasn't yeah. it based on reception or something? Yeah, I think it's on reception. Yeah, they said that how, how good it sells, and they'd put it in. Yeah, they yeah. might. Yeah. Anyway. Can't think of the name now. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> but I, I, that one eludes me as well. Yeah, we're probably, know, someone will this? be laying in bed tonight. And oh crap! Now I remember. Oh uh, yeah, the European anyway connection. Port uh, the Poland. That's what it was. No, just kidding. The name of the place. Okay, next up, what's this weird game? Battlezone Gold Edition that I've heard so much about. Yeah, um, I said modernized arcade classic, but repetitive. Um, it's not it's not too bad. I mean, I love Battlezone way back when, vector-based, you know, shooter, um, you know, tank kind of controls. Um, there are a lot of different craft that you can use. Um, you start out with three different, uh, you know, variants of tank that have some different attributes, um, but you unlock more as you go. And you just, there's sort of a grid of, um, you can set up different campaigns uh, of different lines. Oh, man, this game looks sweet. Yeah. It's... The like only... you're, in a t- you're in a tank. Oh yeah, and and the 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 flow of it's pretty good, um, but it is and, and you know it's based off of a, an arcade game and it is very true to the to the arcade game it came from, uh, with the mm. gameplay overall, which you know you can play it with multiple people and you can play it online, but I don't know if it's that varied. Like you know it's it's fun right. and it, and it is cool to kick around for a while but i don't think that's really like a long-term kind of thing she Um, doesn't have legs huh yeah well and that'll vary with different people and what they're looking for but um but yeah it's i think once you kick it around for like a week or so i think you'd probably burn it out but Mm -hmm. you know it's not it's cool that there's online play though yeah um for sure Next, the the last three I just got today actually, but um, but I've already already played them in capture video. He got the, he's got them hot takes already. Oh though. my goodness! Yeah. Um, the first this one I'm uh, sort of interested in here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Road Redemption, and I just said Modern Road Rash has online and online support. I haven't played online yet, uh, though since the game's already been released, I'm I'll probably get, give that a whirl. Um, <clears throat> it is, it's just like Road Rash. I mean, you're you're on the you're on your bike. Um, you're trying to take out other riders. I mean, there are different objectives. I was playing the single-player campaign. Um, you've got objectives to, you know, uh, come in the first three places in one case, but in another one you had to take out X number of people in a rival gang. Um, you know, you start out with, like, uh, I think it's a um, pipe wrench, um, but then you get, like, a machete. You can get... Um, uh, remote detonator or it's like a timed detonator which are fun because you could just sort of plunk that on somebody's vehicle and then sort of ride away and they blow up um it's you know it's i don't think it's the deepest thing in the world um but yeah it's if you just wanted something arcadey uh you know just get in and sort of wail away and you know try to you know decapitate people <laughs> as, as they ride oh, nat- naturally so yeah it's not bad, um, but yeah, if it's if you were a fan of the old Road Rash, yeah, it's probably pretty, probably gonna be pretty fun. Man, I loved Road Rash. Yeah, me too. Back, I remember my neighbor had it. I played it on a, on the Sega, 
I remember it had the <laughs> that really tall Sega um, cart, like the cartridge. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like, like it was bigger, ten feet tall. <laughs> like it needed more power. You needed you needed more rage, baby. You couldn't fit it all in That's that right. that cart. <laughs> right and what else do we have justin uh next one's townsman um and i said town management yeah. sim town management sim uh feels mobily um uh. yeah that's what i've heard that it's and and that's my cue to exit <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's it's not bad it's very slow paced i mean um even even uh hitting the uh fast forward yeah it's it's uh you know set something to build and then wait for it to get built and you know set something to gather some you resources transactions or no no nothing like that no, okay, when i say it okay. feels mobily um it's just it's you know has a pretty simple uh visual style um you know at first when i saw yeah. screenshots i was like okay is this shooting for like competing with civilization or something no it's not um okay. it, it it feel like i said it it does feel more like a mobile game in some regard um gotcha. it's you know it's not it's not that simplistic but yeah, it's it's definitely not a full blown sim of any kind. Um, but it's it is unique. I can't think of any other games I've played on the system quite like it. So you know, for the semi casual crowd, it might be something they'd Worth, be interested. Yeah, checking in. out. Yeah. Cool. And then the last quick bite at long last, uh, three hours later, um, <laughs> Shadow of Shadow of Loot Box. I said 3D dungeon crawler shooter uh, and limited. Um, it is weird. It is. I only played about the first forty minutes. Um, the first level, you have like no skills, and you have to sort of wander around to pick up experience that you can use to uh, level up your character, which gives you the ability to jump and to just manipulate objects. So that's a weird start, and then suddenly you go to the second level, and now all of a sudden you have a gun, and you're shooting at these like. Uh, you know, monster versions of loot crates. It is, it is just, it's really uh, weird and it's like it, super repetitive. Is it like the, like, is it making fun of loot crates? Is that the idea? I mean, it's, I, if it is, it's is not, it saying that those are evil. That, <laughs> I suppose it, in saying that they're evil. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I, it's, I, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'll give it a little bit more time to see if it finally goes somewhere, but it just, I, I'd be fascinated to see what the design objectives behind it were. Um, shoot at things, uh, you know, quest, (laughs) you know, make person, make person run backwards and shoot at things. Uh, it's just, it is super limited. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of a, a drag, but, oh, okay. That's not good. Yeah, who knows? Maybe no maybe point, level yeah. three will maybe th- level three will suddenly get interesting. I don't hold out much hope, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> All righty. Well, I, that's the last of the quick bites. Uh... Oh boy, it's quick bites. Five word reviews from Justin Nation. Lightning round. That was a nice full on, not an entree, a nice uh, smorgasbord of app. That was like the appetizer sampler right there. That, totally. <laughs> the 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 nation sampler. Mm. <laughs> The, the, you got, you know, you got some of your mozzarella sampler. sticks. You got some wings. You know, you got a little yeah, bit of that. Boneless and oh, regular wings. You got some of the artichoke dip. You know, some oh, chips. Oh, spin dip. Mm. 
Oh baby, I'm hungry. Yeah, me oh, too. And Even I looked I just through ate. my I looked through my packs notes. The game you were trying to remember, it was uh, yes. last last encounter. Last encounter. There we go. There it is. By Exordium Games. Exordium. We'll have to check out what what the status is on that bad boy after the show. But. Yeah. 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 But we push on because now we're gonna get into the entree. Now that there's still some room entree. after that that appetizer. And I think yep. I'm going to kick it off here with a, a game I had mentioned uh, I've been was playing, but I couldn't actually speak about it last week because the show goes up before embargo. But now I can. But now you may spuck. Now, yeah. Now I can spew it all over the place, um, yep. and that is Moonlighter. Yes, I have this game uh, coming to me physically. Ooh, I knew you would, you sucker. <laughs> Why am I a sucker? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just jealous. No. Well, uh, tell me, was it is it a is it a good game? Yes, yes, it is a very good game. I like it a lot. So essentially, this is another rogue light uh, to add into the already crowded eShop full of roguelikes and rogue lights. Mm, but to, you know what though. The beauty of roguelikes and roguelites is that they can there can be as many of them as you can because that's what I love about them is that you can always play another roguelite and just kind of get and like if it hooks with you then you'll play it and if not then you've experienced it yeah, you just and move you kind of see what's up. I just I love that about them. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you sort of you know pretty early on if you're gonna dig it or not. So um, yeah, but yeah, with this game, what's cool is it's got the you know dungeon crawling aspect of it. But it also has, like, a completely different style of play within the shop simulator. So, essentially, the game starts out, um, and you are taking control of a, a guy named Will, who owns or is working at, I guess, his grandfather's shop called the Moonlighter. And what it is is, you know, he's trying to make a living as a merchant. But Will wants to be a hero, so... At night, doesn't everybody? Yeah, of course, but at night, Will Will takes action into his own hands, because essentially there are four dungeons, um, with a fifth one that you unlock. I mean, you you unlock them in order, but like the the way okay. the story goes is that apparently rumor has it that at the end of each dungeon is a key, and then when you get the four keys, you can open up the last area. So you go into that first area, and the dungeon crawling is. You know, it's it's simple. There's not uh, too much um, in your arsenal, but it works well. Yeah, I mean that's what you guys were saying, right? Is like the the, the combat is like really simple. Right? Yeah. So essentially, you've got y- your standard attack, which you know you just hit A. You uh, which you can you hit it three times, and you you pull off a little combo where the last hit does more damage. Um, you've got your special attack, which is B. So, like, uh, for instance, with the spear, you, like, hold down B and you do, like, a charging shot. Um, you know, if you're using the shield, it pulls up the shield and stuff. And then you've got your dodge roll, which is, uh, you know, everyone loves a good dodge roll. A roguelite, uh, a roguelite staple. Yep. And this also acts as, like, your jump across barriers because there, there will be, like, gaps in the area that you need to dodge roll over. Um and the game sort of plays, like, it's sort of similar to Binding of Isaac in the sense that you're going to go into a room, you're going to have to clear out the enemies, and then you can move on to the next one. And it doesn't always stick to that formula. Sometimes you go into a room where the doors aren't locked, uh, but it's still okay. beneficial to 
sort of take everything out because a big um, aspect is collecting materials as you're going through this dungeon. So by killing enemies, they sort of die and then they drop some, you know, materials you could pick up. Some of the rooms, you know, you kill all the enemies and then a chest unlocks. And, uh, you know, that's filled with, generally speaking, uh, better items. Not always, but like there's, you know, usually where you find some good items in there. And then mm-hmm. essentially, um, you know, you'll get to the point where your, your bag will be filled. And then it's like, well, all right, I'm going to jump back out to town. And there's two options uh, when doing that. You can use just uh, like a just get out of jail, you know, card. You know, you you cost some money. It brings you back to town. And that's that. Um, and then next time you go into the dungeon, you'll start back at the top and you have to work your way back down. But there's also like a portal that you can open up, which will bring you right back down to that same exact spot. Um, in the same exact dungeon that you were just in because the dungeons are procedurally generated so they're different every time you go down there but they um, are right because it's a roguelike but if you use the portal it'll bring you back down to the same one and you can continue on so um there's three floors then a boss in each dungeon so it's like i'm on the third floor i'm sniffing that boss right now you know but my bag's full you know i'm gonna use the portal it's gonna cost me more money but I'm going to be able to jump back down to this exact area, and I can go clear that boss, you know? Ooh, yeah, so, that And then you could heal up and get some, yeah, get get, some uh, potions, too, if you need them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, and, and, you know, if you're close to an upgrade, you can upgrade and pretty much, yeah, beef up for, for the boss. Now, when you're in town, you, you know, you start with a small shop, and pretty much, like, you go into your, your shop, and you have, like, a little table of four items uh, that you could place down. You put the item down um, that you've been gathered up from the dungeon. You set a price, and uh, you eventually you you go down and you hold A, and it opens up your shop, and then people start flooding in. And essentially, you need to pay attention to their little emoticons uh, that they give out when they go to look at the item. So they'll go over the look, and you know what? Oh, he he smiles real big, and his eyes light up gold. That means you you price that thing too cheap, and he's salivating at a good price. So that means you're losing yeah. profits. Oh. But on the contrary, you can get it where they get annoyed and angry and you go, "Oh man, I priced that thing too high." So it's sort you of You paid this yeah, much. You son of a gun. So it's sort of a, a a playing it, you know, paying attention to the reactions and trying to find the sweet spot, which is like uh just like a, a it's like a normal smiley like, "Oh, okay, like this is a fair price. I'm making money. This person feels like they got a good deal." And uh, everyone's happy. And what's cool is it does keep track of this in a log. So, um, you know, if you only have one item and you, you underpriced it real bad and they, they got a good price, next time you could look and be like, all right, I set it to this price and I got this reaction, I'm going to want to adjust it, um, you know, dependent <laughs> on that. Now, the annoying thing is, like, there are quite a bit of items. And, like, if you, you know, always referring back to that book is sort of annoying. But once you sort of find the good price, then it sort of lo- like it, it pretty much locks in the last price you put in. So like you have an idea mm-hmm. of what you charged for it before. So once you sort of get that sweet spot, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Gotcha. But so essentially, as the game goes, the loop is sort of go in the dungeons, gather up materials, come back to town, sell them, upgrade your yourself and your town. So as far as upgrades go, you can upgrade your mm. armor, uh, you, like your boots. Your like um, your like armor, and then your helm. Uh, then you have five different item types you can get. 
which I believe are sword and shield is one, a uh, big sword, uh, like gloves, like a sort of claws or whatever, um, a bow and a spear. I found that I like I was using uh, the spear for a while, then you know, and then bounce around. And that I found the bow to be my favorite because it was like it gives you that nice range, and oh yeah, and like, I just upgraded that thing pretty high, so it was doing nice damage. Um, but you know, each one plays differently. Obviously, you know, uh, some of them require you to be real up close and personal. The the um, spear itself, you know, it, it gives you a little bit of range, you know, but you know, you're still sort of close into the action, but. Um, in addition to upgrading your character, you can always also upgrade your shop and the town. So, um, you can spend money and get other merchants to come into town. You can get like the blacksmith is obviously very important because that's going to, how you're going to be upgrading your gear. Uh, there's a potions person. There is a person who comes in and he sells material you found, but it's really expensive. So when you're crafting and you just like haven't had luck finding one item out in the field, you might just say, screw it. I'll pay the, you know, thousand gold, pick it up here and I'll be able to You'll do my be a gym bot. Yep. Then you can unlock uh, a guide to come to your town, which sells decorations for your actual shop, which dif- have different bonuses. Um, like some attract more people to come in during the day. Some actually def- def- deter thieves from coming in because there will be thieves that come into your shop and grab items and you need to tackle them before they hit the door uh with your dodge roll so you destroy the thieves no they end up running away um you could also like get it to so they yield more tips so it's pretty fun to play around with that and then lastly upgrading your shop um you know first and foremost it's going to make it bigger um then it's going to eventually add in the option of like hey you can hire an employee to run the shop for you, but hmm. it's going to come at the cost of 30% of your profits. So it's like, if you, right. if you know, if you get a little tired of doing the shopkeeping and you just want to concentrate on dungeon crawling, you can do that. Um, there is upgrades to like, Oh, I'm going to upgrade my cash register, which means they're going to give me 10% tip for everything they buy. Then you can keep upgrading that to like 40%, which is important because now all of a sudden you're making almost 1.5 times the cost, you know? And, uh, yeah, yeah, so it's fun because it doesn't really have you do one thing or the other. You're pretty free to upgrade how you want. If you want to upgrade your character so you could get into the dungeons and get better materials faster, you know, you could do that. If you want to upgrade your town and make more money off the things you do have, you could do it that way. Um, it's a very rewarding loop. Uh, you know, I would find myself like going to the dungeon, like, okay, I'm going to sell this stuff real quick. Then I'm probably going to call it quits. But then I'll have enough for an upgrade, and I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'll just well, go now down. Well, I got to go try this out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go down and do one more, you know. Um, so it, it definitely falls into that elk of like, oh, well, just one more try, and then you end up playing a couple hours more. But, uh, but yeah, the, it, it is a difficult game, but not uh, unfair. You know, like, there will be rooms that they're like, holy crap, like, Perfect. this is... Like, this is overwhelming. A lot of these enemies... But then it's like, all right, I just need to focus on getting rid of one of these at a time. And and uh, the bosses, you know, you're going to have to do a couple attempts, which, you know, can be rough because if you die in the dungeons, you'll have the option to either just start back in the dungeon, but you'll be kicked all the way back to level one, or you could go back to your town. And um, your bag, essentially, you drop everything in your bag except for what's on the top row. So you do keep some of your stuff oh. if you die, but you end up dropping the majority of it. Okay. Oh. 
But that sounds like a good old fashioned roguelite. About about the only thing that I would add that um, that I had as a sort of a con for it was um, it when you're putting together uh, your inventory, especially when you get stuff out of the out of the uh, boxes or you know the the chests, um, there will be special attributes on some of the items that are like curses, so that you can you, know, you have to put them to the very top or the very bottom of your of your inventory of your bag. Um, some of them, if you go back to town, it'll eliminate the item that's in some certain direction. Um, but then there are other ones that'll cancel out the curse. Um, there are ones that'll send items directly to your uh, chest back in your house. I mean, so there's beneficial ones too. But like, uh, you know, as much as you're, when you're deep in the dungeon, as much as your inventory tends to get full, like, I just found that I was wasting more time than I would have preferred managing my inventory. Um, and I, and I get, you know, it was a different sort of, it was a different element that made the game a little bit more interesting and, you know, in some cases strategic, especially like they have another one that, um, uh, the item in the direction, you know, so it's, if you had like a decent, uh, high priced item, um, it'll Uh turn the one in a, you know, to the right of it. It'll turn the entire um, amount of those uh, into that item when you go back to town. So, you know, if you have a high price item and you can stack the really cheap, crappy items 10 at a time, so you could put, you know, the the crappy item next to it. And when you go back to town, now you have 11 of those high priced items. Um, So, I mean, there, there, you know, elements like that sort of made it work, but it's, but like, you know, You've got the dungeon crawling is one aspect. The shopkeeping is another aspect. The amount of time I spent on inventory management almost made that a third type of game. And that was the only right. thing that was like, it just, if they could have cut it back by like 50% somehow or made it mm. slightly more efficient. Cause, or if they even just had a quick button for um, sending stuff through the magic mirror that you can, the other thing you can do is you can send the item through the magic mirror and you'll get, um, a certain percentage of what you would have gotten for the item. Um, so that's, you know, when you're, when your inventory is full up, that's the best thing to do is just, you know, send it in there. At least you'll get something for it type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. but you had to manually like grab the item and then put it into there. So it's, and I, I understand like if they made it a quick button, most likely you'd accidentally do it with like some valuable item yeah, that you like, didn't no! want really to quick sell. I mean, so, so I understand why they didn't do it. But I don't know. It's like I said, that was the only it's thing that like really bugged me was thing. Yeah. Yeah. Inventory management felt like a third aspect of the game um, almost fully. And it was like, I could have done with less inventory management. But yeah, it's mm. I, it's a brilliant game. I like the spear um, as well, because um, the spear was great for being cheap because um, you can't you can't shoot the arrows over the rocks, but you could get behind the rocks yeah, and, give him a little uh, poke. Nail stuff with a spear through the rocks over you know over the rocks. You hit him <laughs> with the spear. So the spear was great for being cheap. It was like I I liked the spear a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now I should also say um, two things as far that would be negatives I guess a bit. Uh, well, one definitely I did encounter a few soft locks um, where like uh, one of the portals I set up. I was back in town. I you know I sold everything. And I would click back into it, and it would just get stuck on a loading screen. Um, so then I was like, okay, let me exit out of here. I get, you know, like, hard close the software, restart it up, 
went back in and that happened two or three times and eventually I just like, well, I guess, you know, I'm giving up on that. Hopefully I can just go back into the dungeon normally um, and luckily it did work. Uh, but that was sort of annoying because that was one of those cases where I was like right outside the boss and I was like, all right, I'm ready to rock and roll here. But uh, and then another case, I was just shifting from one floor to the next um, and like, you know, you go in the door and then all of a sudden like a little animation happens where the door like ooze, closes behind you. And then um, and then you normally, you know, go to the next level. But I got stuck there and like I could hear my character doing the dodge roll behind the door, you know, and I was moving, but I just. I was stuck oh. there, so I had to restart oh, again. Um, oh man! Th- th- again, that it totally reminds me of Bomb Slinger. They had a glitch on the very oh. when you're about to face the the final guy, and I and I did it twice, and I actually sent them an email because I had it recorded. Dang you! You know, <laughs> oh man, because it was like it just you just got trapped, like you just like walked off the map, and then you were just like trapped. And oh, and so I just that feeling, especially when I was just about to face the final boss, you know, like yeah, to beat kicking the, game. the anyway, pants, you know, twice did it happen, twice. Anyway, yeah, that stinks. But yeah, I mean, it's a kick in the teeth. Luckily, it was, you know, this didn't happen all the time, but it did happen. So, um, and then just towards the the latter part of the game, I did find myself having to grind a little bit, um, you know, going in. You know, doing a couple dungeon runs, getting up some materials, coming back, selling them, and then going back down just for the purpose of, you know, gathering up Oh, you up never some grind in games. Well, no, I know. But, you know, I'm just saying it, it got no. a little <laughs> grindy. But, you know, the game is fun enough where, you know, I didn't really, it wasn't like the end of the world. Um, but I just figured it, it was worth noting. I hear you. Well, I'm excited to get this game. This game looks, I mean, like, especially from what you just, because I really, I saw the game, I saw the art styles, like, I, I'm sold on it already. Like, it already looks really cool, and, it, you know, I kind of heard good things, so I was like, okay, I'll get it, but I don't really know too much about it, and I've kind of been avoiding all talk about it until this guy came and told me every single thing that happens in the game. Now you don't even need to play it. <laughs> yeah, thanks, And the way Casey. you beat the first boss is you... <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And then what you're going to want to do is take three steps to the right. Not four, not two, but three steps. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely a, a very fun game that, um, you know, if you're into roguelikes, definitely worth checking out. Um, and if you're not... And or if you haven't played a roguelike, I feel like this would be a good one to get into because, like I said, it's it's easy to get into, um, and it is tough but fair. So you know you're not gonna just like slam your head against the wall for forever, you know. But yeah, it's not as punishing as a typical roguelike, I would say. It's it's hard, but it's not brutal. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that's perfect for Casey then. Yeah. For baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this next game we're going to talk about is a compilation of games, and I, the more I think about it, the more insane that it's its 40th anniversary. 40th? Is that possible? Uh, can games even be 40 years old? <laughs> gamers can be. Yeah. <laughs> I say Justin remembers when this game came out. <laughs> yeah, this is back in his college years. Oh man. <laughs> so you gotta do me like that. Uh, <laughs> most of it most of these were when I was in uh, late elementary and middle school. There you hey, go. Don't sell them short. <laughs> Dang it. 
Well, I just meant, I thought you were a genius. I thought you were one of those guys that went to college in like eighth grade, you know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nice save. Nice recovery, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yes, what are we talking about, Justin? It's the SNK 40th Anniversary Collection. And um, a fair number of these, um, a fair number of these, I played in the arcade, and quite a lot of in the arcade. Um, I actually didn't play the console uh, games they have in here, including um, Chrysalis, which um, a lot of people uh, have a great deal of nostalgia for, um, for being kind of Zelda-like. And I can, when I uh, yeah. played through that, I've heard so much um, about this. Uh, when I played through Chrysalis, um, yeah, I can see the the comparison. Uh, but still, you know, it's that from that 8-bit era, so things just have quirks. You know, it's right. There, right. there, there are just things from that era that you, um, you know, modern. I think if somebody hadn't played any 8-bit games, they'd get into it and they, what the hell is this type of thing? But you know, if you've right. played them, right, right. you understand. <laughs> it's you know, it was a different time. Uh, people's expectations were were very different, and. Um, <laughs> And obviously, people were experimenting and trying different things, so you know, not everything was great. But hey, um, but, but there uh, wasn't forty games that came out every week. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> forty games a year if you were lucky, probably. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, um, um, so yeah, how many games are on this? Um, see, the, I, there's thirteen. Um, there's thirteen current. Well, there were thirteen when I got. The version that I'm uh, that I was reviewing, I still haven't posted okay. a review, but um, there are still eleven more to come. Um, oh, so so they've they've still got more coming. Ooh. Um, whether wow. any of the ones that, that like are platform. still, whether they're ones that are still coming are, you know, like top shelf. I wouldn't know, um, because I don't think I've I don't think I've heard what the list is of the ones that are still to come. Uh, I think mm-hmm. those are supposed to come early December, is what I'd seen. So um. You know, of of the that's ones kinda, that, that's interesting, releasing a compilation like that, it's pretty cool. Well, and, and, then, it, and then releasing more, yeah. And it has a really, if you're if you're an archivist or somebody who's interested in you know a preservationist type of thing, um, there's a museum mode that it's really neat. It it'll uh, walk you through different. Uh, it's a lot of uh, the promo art um, and sort of the history of. The company and the the games they released in in order, it, you know, by year, um, you know, the, and they'll have um, you know like magazine ads from both, uh, the, you know, from Japan and from the United States. So it's it's kind of an interesting thing to walk through. They've got factoids, pepper. Totally, that's um, really cool. There. I like that. Love um, it. Another neat feature is um, you can um, you can basically set the game to play itself. Um, so you, you can, you can watch, you can, you know, watch the game being played in some cases, like, uh, when I was watching it play Vanguard, um, it plays it in a way that no human would play, especially the final boss. Oh. I guess, oh, so I guess like if you were really, really high level, yeah, if you were really, really high level I, and you like really knew exactly the way the game or the, the, the final boss worked, you might have somebody who did what the what the computer did because it basically like basically uh, trapped itself into a very small space, and 
it would have been destroyed in like another few seconds, but it, it it hit the boss just enough times that it destroyed it. So yeah, somebody might have done it, but like if I oh, wow. if I was playing, I would have totally stayed at the bottom of the screen and been you know shooting it from a distance. It like got right up in the boss's face, and like it's like well, that's you know, right in front. So of it's almost it. like a task. You ever hear those where like it's like perfectly programmed, like pixel yeah. by pixel. Um, yeah, yeah, and, so yeah, it's it does, like, doing something stuff. like that. Yeah, yeah, but um, and the neat thing about that too is um, you can let it do that, get to a certain point of the game, and then you can actually choose to start playing at that point. Which I mean, so, and then it has the that other. That is so neat. So if you get stuck, and it, yeah, and it has the other convenience that it does the it has the rewind feature as well. So um, you know, did you capture you, gameplay of it playing itself? No, I didn't capture it playing itself. That would be funny. I don't know for your. <laughs> Nindy spotlight. Um, well, I, I think I, ca- I think it was like an hour. I, I captured video of all the of all the thirteen initial games uh, being played. I, I didn't when there were when there were console versions of arcade games. I didn't capture the console versions because like the console version of Ikari Warriors uh, is kind of garbage, um, especially when you've got the arcade version to play. Um, so unless you specifically so it have has great both memories, arcade and console on the same for some the of the games, ones. for some gotcha. of the games, not all, um, gotcha. but like those particular ones, I didn't really see the purpose in playing the console version because yeah, they're, they're just a shade of the, of the arcade version. Right. Um, right. But, uh, the one thing I was pleasantly surprised by, cause, um, in particular, I was always a big fan of Ikari Warriors and Victory Road, which is Ikari Warriors 2, basically. Um, those two are probably the favorite, the favorites of mine on the, uh, in the collection. Um, those had the uh, really unusual, the eight-way positional uh, joystick that you'd rotate in order to, um, you know, change the direction of your fire. It was, you know, it's just a unique kind of thing. That I think they're the only company that ever you know, release that kind of, uh, joystick. And it was a very unique way of playing. Um, they've emulated mm. that basically using the dual sticks. Um, and it, and it actually plays really well as a dual stick, dual stick game. Um, it's still oh, wow. eight way, eight way fire. So it's not like it's an analog kind of thing. It's still very digital. Um, but it works, works really well. Um, particularly that is important because a victory road, um, you can get a sword that you can actually slash with, to um like for some of the bosses they'll shoot like heads at you and you can sort of slash the sword to you know to knock them away so it's really important that that you know that 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 motion is there and it plays really well so um it's one of those things that i think for people like me who played you know at least some some of these games there are games on it that i don't remember um Mm -hmm. and in the case of some of them I very well may have played them, but they were weren't very good, so I I've <laughs> right. like willfully forgotten them. Because um, yeah, there's a there's a shooter. I don't I can't even think of the names of some of these. But yeah, it was I played them you know for about five minutes and was like yeah I don't need to play that again. That well just, yeah, that's like most arcade games now. I mean you know for the most yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. So I so I think I think really you know the target audience for this is people who have already have nostalgia for these games, and there's at least you know three four games that they remember playing fondly now whether or not you're going to play it for very long um you know who knows because i mean a good example is you know i've got the i've got the uh, arcade classics punch out and um 
and uh, Mario Brothers and you know for for mm-hmm. the for the Switch, I've played those like three times maybe. Yeah, a handful. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've got a lot to play, so that's it. Uh, it's a bit of a no, easier. I can't believe you actually have those. No. Just to be honest. But yeah, I I just I have them because <laughs> I love the games and. Every once in a while, I might go play them, but yeah, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I was say, remember, what's Justin's Casey, remember when I nightmare? just got owned at at PAX from on Punch Out? Yeah, <laughs> we were playing that arcade, and I just I couldn't even beat Glass Joe. <laughs> oh man, that's embarrassing. Uh, it was. Well, yeah, I mean, he's used to it, but but it's different though. It's different than the than the NES one. Well, I was going to say, what's the worst thing for Justin possible? Like uh, some sort of compilation that includes like 20 games. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, oh, I've got 10 games to play and one's actually (laughs) 20 games. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of them are bad. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, try to write a blanket review. They all suck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Keep Keep it simple. It's a three-word review, not even <laughs> they five all words. Suck. Yeah, not even. Yeah, it might be twenty games, but only worth three words. <laughs> but um, yeah. Well, I I think you've sold me on this just because I think they looks like they put a lot of effort into. You're easily the to, easy to sell to, Perry. I am. Yeah. All we right. sold Moonlighter and the fortieth anniversary to you. I right bought there. Moonlighter. He didn't sell that to nope, me. Nope. Sold. Sold. <laughs> Too late. I already put in the books. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, would you say your overall experience, Justin, is like the, it's a, a good one? Yeah. Um, but like I said, I, I think I've, I think it's one of those that um, if you hadn't played any of these, it's a tough sell, I think. Or at least it depends. I mean, if you're somebody who really is interested in uh, video game and arcade history, you know, there, there's certainly that angle. And the, the yeah. history part of it, I think, is fascinating. And that's and kind very, of where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Like that part's really cool, uh, and watching it play itself and stuff like that, so you can appreciate, you know, even if even if you might not be very good at it uh, initially, or you find it because contr- some of these are pretty confusing, uh, trying to get it, get the hang of exactly what you're doing. Um, it can be fun to watch. I mean, just to just to get an idea of what the experience or you know the optimum experience would have been. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Sweet. Cool. Well, what do we got next case? Next up. I talked a little bit about it last week, and I figured all three of us would have a little bit to talk about it this week. Yeah. And that is Diablo. Diablo 3. 3. Yes. Diablo 3. Yep, so I I put some more time into this bad boy over the weekend. Actually, quite a bit. Um, You picked it up on Saturday. So we got to play some Saturday business. Um, I actually ended up starting a new character, and my goodness, what a good decision that was. Uh, be- the Necromancer. Yes. Now, the Necromancer was added, um, so it wasn't in the base game, it wasn't in the expansion Reaper of Souls, but it was in like a, um, I guess it was still technically an expansion, but it was like, generally the expansion, like they add a new act, some characters, like it's hefty, you know, it's like adding a lot more yeah. to the game. This was more just like a big old DLC pack almost. Um, but it introduced big the old, yeah, the rise of the necromancer. Um, ah. and it, uh, added obviously the necromancer class, which was in Diablo two as well. 
Um, and oh my god, it's just so much fun. Um, it's insane. Yeah, it's like yeah, corpse explosion is. <laughs> dude, it's funny. I was using corpse explosion in the beating. I don't even use that right now. Um, and I'm just wrecking everything. And uh, I, it's the thing. So you can get enemies to join your legion, right? I mean, yeah. So instead of, um, I think it's in lieu of that. And you can mess around with the skills. So I guess you could have both. But um, essentially, I have. Um, I think seven skeleton um, guys with swords who are always active, and on my command they can go frenzy on one enemy. Um, I can raise skeleton mages, which last for like a you know I think like ten or twenty seconds, but I can keep uh, bringing up new ones as long as I have like energy. And then I have an ability to raise the corpses of enemies I've already killed. So it's like I can have like an active army of like 30 skeletons and, and ghouls yeah. just wreaking havoc. And then I stand behind them and I just blast them with my like my bone spike. And that gives yeah. me more energy to keep raising more skeletons. <laughs> bones. And then it's just amazing because it's like um, essentially how I think we talked about how the difficulty works, how you can change it. I'm essentially I'm on the highest difficulty possible uh, before you clear the game. Uh, then you can start getting into like some real crazy stuff. But right now, as I'm in Act Three, and um, I'm doing the the hardest difficulty I can, and I'm just blowing everything up, and it feels so mm -hmm. good. And it's just like, because I feel like normally I end up be like the Crusader. I'm like, eh, like I'll I'll be the guy who takes all the hits, and like everyone else can do the damage. Screw that, man. I should have been the Necro since day one. My goodness, <laughs> it, it is just so much fun destroying everything like a treasure goblin yep. comes up and it's done in like three like it runs away once and then it blows up and i'm just like that's right baby that's not what happened when we played well yeah but not you're playing the story you're playing the story like a noob come on man adventure mode yeah Bounties and i really riffs, should man. do that like I, I figured i would jump well, into now, that explain to me what this is what's adventure mode so so casey's playing the original the original experience you're playing through all five acts um and you know you know i love i love the diablo lore as a whole but you know after i'd beaten the game with all the characters on pc you know, that having to grind through it all got kind of tedious so a lot of people felt that way a lot of people felt that felt that way so um somewhere along the line they came up with adventure mode uh which breaks down into really three different things you've got bounties which in different acts there are five different um, bounties that you can get and when you complete those it'll be like you know you have to kill a specific um a specific monster you have to kill one of the bosses you have to you know uh, clear a cursed chest you have to kill all the enemies on level two of this dungeon type of thing um mm -hmm. and when you complete all five bounties you go back to Tyrael back in town and he'll give you a bounty cache uh which um will have it depends um you'll have plans uh material you always get materials uh which you'll in the uh in the high level end game uh those are for kanai's cube which absolutely makes the game better um the uh there are special legendaries that you only can get through the bounty uh caches uh particularly the uh ring of uh it's the Rarg, uh, Ring of Royal Grandeur, which um, lets you um, 
with set items. Uh, so if you have a set that's you know five items, it'll let you get the full power of the the full the effect set bonus. of the set. Yeah, the full set bonus with one less uh, one less element. Uh, so if it was a five a five piece set, you could have four pieces of it and you get the full effect. Um, so that really you know in the end game and the late game that allows you to really uh, manipulate and play with different builds and do crazy things. And that's where Kunai's Cube comes in, um, which is uh, something that you can obtain from Act 3. It's a cube that you can basically distill special abilities out of legendaries, um, which then lets you basically layer different different attributes and different uh, legendary abilities on top of each other, and you get some really crazy builds out of it you can do some you know extremely cool stuff with it um so so for me as many times as i've played through the game you know i i don't even bother with the story i just go straight to i've already got my level 70 character i think i'm already up to like paragon 25 um so let me ask you just... a question because i figured <laughs> like having not played adventure mode i figured i would go through the regular and then you jump in adventure mode afterwards um I, so I guess essentially, if you just skip right to adventure mode, you just level up quicker, and like oh yeah, and don't yeah, it's, can you it's just a lot easier. can you just like oh I'm just gonna jump into Act Five because why not you know or is yeah. it oh okay all right see I figured I would play through and it's been a while since I've played through you know from beginning to end so I figured like get to that I'd get capped you know because I'm I don't know what level I am I'm pretty high because uh, you know like you said with going the harder difficulty you get so much extra bonus experience yep um yep. so i figured i would go through the regular mode and then i jump into adventure mode after that but yeah maybe i don't know i, I, I act three is my favorite oh, i love act three um so I'm, I'm super stoked to have just gotten there so the only problem with the only problem with the adventure mode or the you know the story is a lot of the time and i in in my review for diablo 3 is actually something i tried to I sort of wrote it as a anti the normal review because I basically dismissed the the story. I mean, you can play through the story and the lore is really cool. If you've never seen all that, you know, there there it's an interesting story. I like the original and and two better in terms of story. If you've never played the first two, probably the story for three is a bit confusing because yeah, you've got a yeah, lot. You, know, sort of all over the you don't know who all these people are and. You know, you mm-hmm. don't know what you don't know. You know why this old man keeps trying to tell you to come and listen to him and all that kind. Of, yeah, you know, like there's just yeah, you know, there's these things that, <laughs> that people from made, the but I, yeah, uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. But Casey, um, come on. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know the the adventure mode really lets you streamline and and with the seasons, the, the adventure mode is really the only thing that makes the seasons. Uh, worthwhile because and and do you know about the seasons and this why you want to play a seasonal character which i'm really glad with the bonuses uh, and leaderboards and stuff well it's the the bonus is um if you play past level 70 and you fulfill the season objectives you'll end up uh accumulating a full a full set of uh you know a full set for your class uh which makes you like you basically usually can jump from like if I had the if I had my level seventy character and I had say only you know four out of the six for a set um, I could probably play competently at like torment one and do pretty well and by just completing the set like the the amount of uh, 
the amount of damage I'll do will increase to the point that I can jump like straight to Torment 3 or Torment 4 um, just straight on the damage that now you're going to be beholden to whatever uh, skills that, that set is uh, focused around mm-hmm. uh, which might not which might not be the way you want to play um, but yeah you get you get very powerful with a, with a full set um, especially if you really don't have anything else going, but you have that set, you know, you can, you can wreck. I mean, it's just, you, you can do ridiculous damage. Nice, but yeah, nice. um, the, but the bounties are good. Then you've got rifts, which, you know, just keep changing things up. You go to different environments, different combinations of, of, uh, mobs and, and monsters. Um, and then when you're at level 70, you can do greater rifts, uh, which will give you, um, when you complete those, you get, uh, you actually don't get any, gold or gear when you're doing a a um a greater rift run so there's no chests or things like that but at the end of the run um you uh you get special gems that you can use to uh further customize and enhance your character um you know depending on what class you're playing you want to use different types of gems and you can power those up past level 30 and once you get to level 30 on those gems they'll have a secondary uh sort of attribute that they unlock so yeah, if you want to play really high level, you're gonna you're gonna get Kinai's cube. You're gonna you know layer these different things on top of each other. You're gonna max out your gems to um, complement your play style, and you know you you become really powerful. I guess I've probably gotten past um, Paragon 100 on like four different seasons. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it's fun. I guess it's just once you get rolling, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's easy so to just you, sort of get. So you it. like this game, Justin? Oh yeah, I've I've played. I think on PC I've played over six hundred hours or something. My goodness! And I've been playing it since the beta, so mm. like way, 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 way back. Yep. Yeah, it, it was yeah. a little rough in the original launch with the uh, the stupid auction house. Oh stuff, yeah, god! Once they, so got, bad. once they got through that phase, it it got a lot better. Oh, I remember yeah. just playing through that beta up to the skeleton king with all the different classes yeah. like this is amazing yep but uh I, well i, I want to hear or let perry sort of give his impressions his being take, first yeah. time but real quick before we do Noob. and we'll, we'll limit this to, to real short because we could probably go on a tyrant for a while diablo immortal what's what are your impressions i'll give it a chance i mean oh. I'm, I'm not i'm not a snob um I don't know. I, I, I don't have high hopes for it, but, you know, it's it expands the audience. I'm sure it helps them get penetration into the Asian markets um, to try to, you know, make the brand even bigger. Oh, so, man. Uh, it's, a, it's a strategic move. I mean... What do you think, Case? You know my opinion on mobile games. Um, it, it's I'd say it's disappointing, especially since uh, the story is going to be focusing on, like, <laughs> the more immediate aftermath of uh, the end of Diablo 2 with the World Stone and stuff, which, uh, you know, Diablo 2, again, one of my favorite games of all time. Like, really, the story's great, and, uh, you know, I would love to see a continuation of it. So, you know, I'm probably going to most likely pick it up. I I, I just hope it's not, like, a microtransaction-filled game and instead is like, hey, pay the upfront cost and, and enjoy it. But from what I've read, like apparently it might just be not not exactly a reskin, but like have a lot of mechanics of like another like free to play BS game like that, uh, which mm-hmm. would be disappointing. Um, 
But man, that's disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think like I, I don't think this is like the only plan they have for Diablo. Like I don't think it's like we're going to release this mobile game and never touch the series again. Like I could still see Diablo 4 or uh, a remaster of 2 coming at some point, but whoo, they they announced that to the wrong audience. Um it's because it's yeah, like after, a huge after hyping up some of the announcement that was not the announcement yeah a huge convention filled with like your most hardcore pc gamers and then they like dropped the mobile game and then i, I saw uh it was during like a q a and the, the, the guy was like hey like do you plan on porting this like okay we get it's coming to mobile but like is there going to be a port to the pc at some point and like the guy's like no nah, i don't know uh, there's no plans so like they got booed, and then he just goes, "What? What do you? You all don't have phones or something like that?" And I, I've seen that on like so many threads as a meme now. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's kind of true though. Uh, but uh, but anyway, tell us what you think of Diablo Three being a a a baby Noob. to the to the franchise. <laughs> well, I, after hearing you say that 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 new announcement is disappointing, it just rejog my memory that the last time we had Justin on is when we had the <laughs> the audio loss. Oh god. <laughs> and yeah, with I me. got to <laughs> We had a little fun. That was so funny. Yeah, I did have a lot of fun. But just every like I think a couple of times just had you say that's oh, that's it's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Uh yeah, so this is my first time ever with the Diablo series ever. Um, unfortunately, I had to play it with a big Jimbo, uh, Casey Gibson. Just kidding. Uh, so would you say yeah, it's like I, Kingdom? <laughs> it's it's like a it's a uh, it's so it's like a Fire Emblem like. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everyone's like, not again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I I was just surprised because you know Diablo is one of those things where I don't think I'd ever I'd ever seen a screenshot of it. maybe a screenshot. But nothing where I, I had never watched gameplay. I'd never been interested just because I've never really heard. Like, it's never been on Nintendo. You know, I've just never been in, in that in that, uh, that scene. Realm. Like, of the, the, the Diablo scene. El Diablo scene. Um, and get, getting to play, you know, I mean, it, it seems like, you know, hearing people be like, yeah, I played like 600 hours of it. You know, I played it back on the beta. Like, you know, and like, it's like it, people are insane about it. it evidenced on this show and uh um you know getting into i i I just i was like i was perplexed at how totally simple and straightforward this game is i mean it's just like you get in and you move around and you hold a or and zr and like you're just shooting at people and then you just you know kill enemies and you move on and then you just go like i i it was just like it's not convoluted and complex like with all these systems and stuff it's just like the most simplest thing you could ever you know do it's like one of the most simplest games i've ever played and really i i as i was going because i was playing as the the demon hunter the like the ranged that's i'm playing through as that and uh you know so a lot of it is just uh like you know you're shooting your bone arrow and it's it kind of reminded me like in a weird way it's just kind of like a kind of like a uh a really slow placed like slow paced twin stick shooter in some ways just like the way it kind of felt like you know there's just kind of groups of enemies and you're dodging them and you're going back and 
and you're just trying to shoot them. Like it kind of felt like Tesla versus Lovecraft, just slower. But and you know, but it has this um, this crazy. It's addicting scheme where you're leveling up, and they have some really good uh, emblems of like when when you level up, like like you're level twenty one, <laughs> and then you've learned like. Like thirty new things. You've got unlocked a new room. You've got to do, ding, you know. And it's like, you got. Oh man, I can't wait to see what it is, you know. And then, uh, you know, you got all these weapons and stuff. So not to say that it's like. I mean, it's very deep, but the gameplay is so 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 simple. Um, and so and then so really, I I was just kind of like I, I wasn't like, complete like you know it's not a groundbreaking game by any means, especially since it's a an old game i mean 2012 yep. yeah, 12. 12 yeah i mean you know not that not that's bad i don't mean bad in, in any way but it's like it's not some crazy game i could never thought of um and i think the best part about the game is first well there's a couple of things first is just how smooth and perfect that game runs i just it's unbelievable like i don't really understand how good it runs on especially on switch with with like multiple people, I think we've only played with I've only played with three, but you know three people on there going full out, you know just crazy like fifty enemies on the screen and there's not one stutter and it's just pretty incre- and it's all silky smooth. Is it running at sixty? Yep. I mean it feels like it's running. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody if did not, a yeah. video capture and they they showed that it it was staying at a rock solid sixty. It's insane. Yeah. So. Hands down, the and and like I was, you know, I was telling you, Casey. Like I feel like, if this game was stuttery, I wouldn't have liked it half as much. But it's just it runs so good, and it, the graphics are great. Super charming, cute game, really cool uh, uh, environments. I mean, just really cool. Um, so yeah, it's it's just it's been very interesting for me. It's a it's been a fun uh, thing, like a like. Uh, culture to learn like you know because I just know so many people are obsessed with this game trying to seeing what it's about and it's like oh I see I see how people can be addicted to playing this for 600 hours <laughs> like I, I get it you know because it, it's 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 that it has that gameplay loop of like you just get in there and you're getting and you're destroying more and you're getting stronger and you're, and you're getting more loot and you're getting yeah it's just so yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not blown away by the game by any means, but it's still, it's a very fun game, and, like, I, I think it's fun to play with friends and just kind of something that you can kind of, ha- you know, we can talk and, and do stuff and, like, you know, just relax and chat and play with. I think it's a lot of fun. So, and it's really cool how it works. Like, it works exactly how you think it should. Everything works how you think it should, which I really appreciate, especially coming from a PC game to a console. The game does not feel in any way like a PC game, um, and I know that it's been—it's surely it's been on consoles before, right? I mean, it's not. Yeah, it was on PS3 on and PS4, PS3, and yeah. I think both gotcha. Xboxes too. Yeah, I assumed, um, but I just—I I really think it's—it's it's like the way you can just drop in and drop out at any moment. Pick the—I mean, it's just—it's just so everything about the game is silky smooth. So. That's that's kind of my view on the game. I I probably I I will not it will not be a game where I, I get done playing through and then I keep playing through different characters and wanting to do that. I don't think it it'll hook me like that. But you know I'm glad I I'm glad I got to play it and then I'm playing it. So 
Boom. Alrighty. Yeah. Good old Diablo. Diablo. Now, we've got another game from the man Justin himself, and that is, well, why don't you why don't you tell us, Justin? It's called the Bug Butcher. And this is one of those that I hadn't seen anything about, and it sort of um, snuck up. I, you know, and it it didn't, you know, its name didn't sound all that, um, you know, special. So I, I really didn't know what to expect, but um, pleasantly surprised with this one. Um, if you've yeah, ever you've been played, raving about this one, yeah, if you've ever played the uh, the classic arcade game Pang or uh, Buster Bros, depending on um, you know which region you played it in, um, it's basically like a juiced up. Uh, faster, more intense version of that. Um, and so anybody who doesn't know what Pang was, um, it was very vertically oriented. You you know, you were on the ground and you're always shooting up um, at different, you know, um, different creatures that would generally bounce in some way. And it would do the thing where you, know, you shoot the um, you shoot the creature or the, the enemy and it's going to break into two parts and then those will break into two parts again. So there's a lot of play where you have to worry about, um, you know, trying to shoot a sequence of them so you don't end up with, you know, like, you know, 20 different single items bouncing around that might hit you. Um, so it takes a lot of those same ideas, um, and it it just uh, makes them more modern, makes them quicker, uh, a bit more intense, uh, and there are some really cool, strange monsters that you encounter. Um, ones that shoot out um, different items, some that um, sort of have a strange pattern how they'll bounce. Um, there's some that never bounce down, but will zap you. Uh, so you have to be really mindful of uh, you know when they're when when you can see the animation that are about to do their zap thing. You have to sort of stay out of the way. But um, you're given a multitude of different power ups to work with. Um, you know, like you know, uh, homing missiles a laser, um, gatling gun, so, and th there's minor opportunities to upgrade, um, your skills and stuff like that, which are nice, but really the core gameplay works really well on its own, um, and, you know, I, I really love a good shooter, and, um, you know, we, we talked about a shooter earlier with the walking vegetables, um, you know, just an okay shooter, this one, um, this one's, I kept, I kept playing it, and I went back and, um, you know, granted, it's not in wide release, but, you know, uh, pretty much all the leaderboards that I wasn't number one on, because uh, it does keep global le leaderboards, I went back and made sure that I was number one on it. So, um, <laughs> oh. So, had to keep your spot atop. Yeah, and that won't last once it's in wide release. It never does. But, yeah, at least at least within the uh, the game reviewer uh, area, I wanted to establish my cred once again for shooters. <laughs> so, so um but yeah, it's 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 not very complex, uh, but it does what it does really well. And if you like, well, if you you know like the old Pang or Buster Bros, definitely is worth checking out. But if you just like a really good shooter that's a bit different, you know, not twin stick or anything like that, um, and works really well, it's definitely worth checking out. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, that. that it, it, I'm looking at the art, and did you ever play Splasher? Yeah. Yeah, it's, Do you yeah. even need to ask that question, Perry? Yeah, Splasher is definitely much more of a platformer. 
Um, yeah, no, yeah. I was just saying the art kind of reminds oh, me yeah, of when yeah. I'm looking at the screenshots. Yeah, and the, like the sense of humor um, it reminds me a bit of Slasher too. Like, um, oh, okay. like one of the enemy types that's funny is um, well, not funny to the the scientists because you're you're like this exterminator, and there's these you know scientists that are in their you know hazmat outfits in the background, and one mm-hmm. of the one of the enemy types is a spider that will crawl across the top, and then like suddenly they have like this weird like uh, like pink tentacle comes out of their mouth and they'll like grab the uh, scientist by the head and try to like carry it away and the scientist like starts screaming and trying to get you to save them and I, I, I imagine you'll die if if they get away with the scientist um, and oh and there is a time limit for these things not that I uh, only at the very end on the very last levels did the time get to be a factor like I think the last couple of levels I beat it within a, maybe there was only like 15 seconds left or something because and the story was you know if um if the area is still contaminated within x amount of time like the emergency system goes into overdrive and you know will eradicate everything um but so there's a time factor too like i said i don't think i typically had a problem with that either you die mm-hmm. or or you tend to complete it quicker than that but i guess if you're inefficient you know maybe maybe if you're not very good if at you it, stink on it. ice Uh, well i might just have to try this out oh he sold another one (laughs) yep catch line and sinker (laughs) well thank you well who'd have thought that justin would have come on to the show and he'd been playing a ton of games and would talk about him (laughs) it's kind of interesting i mean it's definitely yeah out of the ordinary normally he's just a lazy bum but <laughs> moving on, uh, we do have one more game. Yes, we do. To talk about. And we actually kind of mentioned it a little earlier, but this is from one of our listeners and good friends, Estuardo. Yep, we reached out uh, to the man. Re- yeah, he reviewed a game for us. And we're going to read it right now. And what's that game, Case? That game is, okay, KO. Let's play Heroes. Alright, so I haven't... Uh, I haven't... I, I need to work on my um, Mexican-Spanish accent a little bit, but... You probably... Just kidding, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not... I can't. That's probably for the best. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, you know what? We should have just had him record it and send it in, because his voice is just so... Dare I say sexy? But okay, Ooh. anyway. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay, so this is the OKKO OK Let's Play Heroes. Uh, he says, in this 2D beat em up adventure with 3D depth, you help knock out or KO. I was going to, I was filling it you're, in. Yeah, but you're trying to get cute with it. His, really, his name really is KO. Yeah, you help KO <laughs> in his quest to become the hero that he's not, all while trying to save Lakewood Plaza Turbo. From the evil mind of Lord Boxman and his army of many different robots. Now, I don't know if it's Boxman or Boxman, but I'm going to say Boxman. It's probably Boxman. Anyway, the controls are very straightforward. You move with the left stick or the D-pad, 
jump with A and attack with B. Your specials are located on X and Y. The learning curve is so small that virtually any person can pick up a controller and get it into action. My 13-year-old kid started playing it and it was so natural that he looked like he had a couple of hours into the game already. There you go. It's easy to pick up and play. Casey, you could play it. Sounds it. like my kind of game potential. Yeah. Graphics are what you'd expect from a video game based on a cartoon. Colorful, vibrant, very much alive. Basically, a visual magnet for every kid. Even though the story is very linear, I'm, I'm guessing mm -hmm. it's... Yeah. Sorry, guys. In my opinion, this game is more suited for ages 10 and up in grand part because of the RPG elements that play into the game, which I'll try to explain next. You will need to buy PAL cards, or hero cards, and level up your heroes with tasks that are given to you by said heroes, in which they can unlock Powie Zowies, Ooh, which is the, the best thing ever. Zowsies, Spe baby. Yeah, special attack moves. Once you unlock Powie Zowies, <laughs> you can <laughs> equip them on either X or Y. Each hero has different specials, so it's up to the player to mix and match to find the correct combination that feels right for the enemy ahead. That's cool. So. So like you uh, you swap them swap them around for the enemies. Swip, swap. Everything is nice. Everything is nice and organized on your on your bind. Sorry. Yeah, your bindings. Would, that, yeah, key bindings. Would gotcha. Gotcha. Quest tasks, pow cards, powie zowies, moves, boosts, settings, and controls. I can't believe that powie zowies is a thing. Uh, you you buy pow cards. <laughs> you buy pow cards with in-game currency. Which you earn by your days working at Gar's Hero Supply and Bodega. The bodega. But fear not. <laughs> yeah. But fear not. It's only in-game. No loot boxes or real money is involved throughout the game. Thumbs up to the developer Cappy Games and the publisher Cartoon Network for that. That is nice. The combat mechanics are what you expect from other beat-em-ups, punching high and low with lots of jumping and dodging attacks. It can be tricky when facing more than two opponents at a time. I found it easier to focus on one opponent at a time and taking advantage of those powie zowies. I wonder if Estuardo was like, how many times can I get powie zowies in here, baby? <laughs> <laughs> how many times can I get powie to say powie? <laughs> Playing OK KO made me feel like I was part of the re recurring cartoon. This in part because of the familiar voices and soundtrack from the show. Voice acting is spot on with some family-friendly humor and quirky punchlines from all the regulars you've come to know. Dendi, Rad, Gar, Carol, Boxman, and my personal favorite, Enid. I So the funny thing about this whole thing is I don't know. I have no idea yeah, I've never that played. this is a cartoon. Uh, well, never heard yeah. of it or anything. Like I said, this is one of those cartoon network alongside the other one Chester was talking about. Um, yeah, I've never yep. really watched either of the shows, so... Anyway, wrapping up, the only real con that I have is that the jump and attack buttons are not interchangeable. I prefer my jump to be on the B button, as everyone should, because that's yeah, the if jump If you're not button. a monster. I found myself, seriously, NES online switch, I found myself making repeated mistakes trying to attack with the A button. Overall, it's a fun game for kids, catchy tunes, and smooth graphics that never had any frame drop on the Switch, either in handheld or docked mode. I'm sure your kids will have hours of fun with OKKO OK Let's Play Heroes on the Nintendo Switch. Also, I just noticed that I never pointed out that it's a single-player game 
there are no multiplayer and no online gaming, which is really interesting for a Cartoon Network like kids game. You know, mm-hmm. I figure they'd be like, well, not online really, but just at least local, some sort of like co-op or local play. But so, Justin, did you play this game? No. No, I, oh. the only reason I picked up the Steven Universe. Yeah, <laughs> the only reason I picked up the Steven Universe one is my is uh, my oldest daughter loves Steven Universe, so I specifically asked for that. Yeah, since since I didn't have any motivation, sure. I, I could have gotten no KKO, but yeah, I already had. As you heard, I had plenty yeah. this week, so another <laughs> game was not was not on my list. Yeah, not necessary. There you go. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, thank you, Estuardo, for reviewing that. That's really yes, cool. Yes, thank, thank you. Yeah, I. Well, it's a game that would have passed me by, but it sounds like it's a nice game. But I think that's going to wrap everything up. And unfortunately, for, for this segment. I think we're going to have to say goodbye to Justin at this point in time. Um, that that segment ran no. nice and long, and uh, and the man needs to hit his pillow. Yeah. Yep. I can't blame yeah, him. He has to get, get up. He has gotta, to get gotta, up for oatmeal at 4.30. Yeah, so he can play some more four, games four before 15. work. 4.15. <laughs> 4.15. Yeah, yeah, man. Do you really get up at 4.15? Yep, every morning. Well, wait, what God time bless is it you right now? 10.50. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I'm Ooh. sorry. Sheesh. <laughs> All right, well, you get to bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I usually only sleep five or six awful. hours a night anyway, so. Yeah, I guess oh. usually by the time I go to bed, it's like I get about six. Wow, I try to get at least seven. Well, that's because you're a big. Anyway, kid. well, Justin, thanks for coming on. Uh, well, I'm no glad. <laughs> thanks, Casey. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's always fun having you on, man. And uh, hopefully, my audio is fine. I'm looking at it; it looks like it's fine, but uh, <laughs> you never know. I, we might have to re-record this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, that's nope, not No, you can't go to bed. We got to re-record this hour and a half right this moment. <laughs> Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, seriously, it's so much fun having you As on the show. always, yes. No problem. And, uh, of course, before we before you go, where can the good people find you? Yes. Uh, everything Nindy Spotlight. So Twitter, uh, the website, NindySpotlight.com, and they've got uh, YouTube. So um, all the all the games I was talking about, um, by the time this is up, the, all, all of them will have footage up, um, some of them up to an hour. Um, of gameplay that you can check out so you can get an idea of if it's something for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and chances are if you type in any Nindy game and put gameplay <laughs> in YouTube, he'll come up. That's what always happens to me. So <laughs> he's always like, because he's usually, for a lot of these little Nindies, yeah, that, he's the only one putting gameplay yeah, up. Yeah, people, so. yep. the games people don't cover, Justin does. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But again, thank you for joining us. Um, We'll have to have you on again sometime in the future because it's always a pleasure. And uh, sure on that note, we're going to take a quick little breather and then we're going to get into the oldie shop. Yeah. See you. And we're back. Justin's gone. But it's not like he wasn't on for the full length of a, an episode. <laughs> yeah. He was on for an hour and a half. So, but <laughs> uh, we're it's the eShop Roundup time. Ooh, the eShop Roundup. Yeehaw. And we've got a bunch of games to get through, plus some news. Really? So I think we're, we're going we're gonna to do a good old-fashioned lightning round, aren't we? Lightning round. So we're starting off with 
Numbala for $7.99 with just this cute little cartoony side-scrolling game. Fly your spaceships, game. rescue your dog, train maths while you oh, play. It's a cool game that trains math. It's like a side-scrolling shooter that, where you are doing addition. Edutainment. Kind of fun. Hey, you know what? If you are if you have a young kid learning math, this looks great. It looks like high quality. Next so, up, next though, up, we've got Deathmark. For how much? $49.99. You've been marked! A strange rumor <gasps> is spreading through the shadows of Tokyo's oh my goodness. city. Um, That's scary. A little adventure game. Yeah, it looks uh, definitely it's got a... Well, it is rated M for Meteor. Yeah, jeez. There you have it. Well, it's a scary adventure game. Next up, we have Knock Knock. Who's there? Ice Pick Lodge presents Knock Knock for $6.99. An and eerie, is, uncomfortable horror is creeping yeah. from PC over to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's an adventure. It's apparently it's a platformer. It, it doesn't a, certainly doesn't look like a platformer from the no. um, the images they've got here. Nope. But it looks like a very troubled young man. D did these people <laughs> realize that Halloween was last week? I think they tried their darndest to get out before Halloween. Although remember yeah. last year when Capcom did Resident Evil. Revelations collection mm. in November. Resident oh, dude, Evil I Revelations those games. 2 is so goddamn good. Both those games are amazing. Mm. But moving along here, we've got Hidden Folks for uh, it's $14.99. It's 20% off down to $11.99. So you say folks, right? Folks. Well, by golly, Dan got Diablo 3 Eternal yep, Collection. Yep, I just seen it. Um, ha ha! This right here. Is um is this like Where's Waldo? Search for the hidden folks in the <laughs> hand-drawn interactive miniature landscapes. Oh wow! I guess sort of like it, but it's all black and white. Looks like pencil drawings. Pretty. Maybe you should review this, Casey. You have you you review Where's Waldo like games. Shut up! <laughs> Don't remind me. Which, by the way, guess what I'm drinking right now? A Pepsi Cola. Nope. Cherry Coke Zero, my <laughs> favorite pop. <laughs> Shut the heck up. Next up, we have. Neo Geo, it's a uh, it's a week. <laughs> Neo Geo, pleasure goal five on five mini <laughs> mini soccer. Is that what it is? Let's see. But, don't you hate it when five the, on, yeah five on five when the mini title, soccer when the title gets cut off on well, the page. You can't even read the whole title. Come on. The problem is what they is put that? ACA Neo Geo in front of it. It's well, like, oh, we, no, get it. we get no, it. No, it's not the pro That's not the problem. The problem is, is that on the Switch eShop, you can't view the whole name. It's oh, well, yeah, that's going... stupid. But... That is so stupid. Pleasure anyway. goal, though. Interesting five name. Five on five. Some soccer. Yeah. yeah. Nothing really wrong weird. with that. Nothing but it looks like that. a great Neo Geo uh, pleasure goal. Speaking great. of great, next up here, we've got Kitty Love. <laughs> Way to look for love. Twenty four ninety nine. To break the curse is to kiss your look true love. Let your love bloom. What is happening in that one picture where he's like slamming, slamming that, that person's <laughs> head into the ground? Like, what in the world Don't is Don't you that? even think about looking about my kitty love. Yeah. Slam. Oh, man. Anime, It is anime. a cute little kitty, though. I miss a kitty, yeah, yep. but. Just like you. Got a big old pooter now. Next up, we got Machinerium. Machinerium. It's a really interesting name. For $9.99, and this is a very cool, the art style very cool is little children's book kind of looking game, but like really steampunk and really cool. Uh, it's an award-winning independent adventure game. 
Ugh. Would you look at that? Another adventure game. It stinks because these adventure games have such beautiful art styles, and it's like, I bet you it tells a really cool story, but man, I just don't. I know. I can't, just can't get into adventure games. Well, you, you know what, though? It's, it's just because they're more like visual. They're just like visual novels. You know what I mean? I ain't smart enough. You know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ain't smart enough, this next game I've heard so much about. Oh, I've, I've just heard the name so yeah, much. Grim but Fandango. Yeah. Remastered. Remastered. For fourteen ninety nine. Well, it's another adventure game? game. Do you know what this is? Um, I, f- I, I think I feel like this is. I don't want to say the original adventure game, but like this is an older adventure game that like found mainstream success. Um, it is. Yeah, it's a pretty. I mean, how I, old is it? Not that old. Let's see. I, yeah, I let's, think yeah. it's relative. Nineteen ninety eight. It is. Yep, October thirtieth. They nailed no it. No way. Initial release. No 1998, way. Just about Halloween. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, that makes yeah, a lot Lucas of sense. Arts I didn't in realize it was that old. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That's Yeah, that's so like I said, I think it was one of the earlier ones, and it found big success. And, like, I mean, it's got a cool-looking character. Um, and I guess, yeah, I mean, it's an adventure game, so that's the problem for cool. me. But Anyway, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. Uh, it's out fourteen ninety nine. Next up, we have Transistor. Yes, uh, from Supergiant Games. And this um, sort of looks similar art style to Bastion, right? Bastion. Yes. That's the other game they yes. they released. It looks cool. That's right. It does look very cool. There's just not um, enough time for Case to jump into this one. But it's it does a, look a like a game RPG. I would, you know. That does look like a game. It looks like a Casey game. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Looks cool. I like that one. Next up, next though, up, we've got Elemental Knights R for twenty two seventy five. That's right. You can play it easily from the beginner for game to advanced RPG player modes. I guess your wings are cute. Full. T- this is a full time real three D MMO RPG for the Nintendo Switch. Oh wow! All right, moving right along, we've got another game. And it is on sale. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to proceed to purchase on this game. And I'm going to pay for it. And I'm actually going to buy this game right now. Are you really? I am. Swap this. And Yeah. From Talk two about tribes. It buying it. Um, it is $1.19 regular. It is 16% off. So it is 99 cents. I just earned five gold points for Ooh, my purchase. You rolling, bro. You roll. Well, that funnily enough, that was the twentieth of, of what the game. It's kind of interesting. Whenever you buy a game, you earn a twentieth of what that game cost. In gold points. Well, there you have it. Hmm. That just blow your mind. Yeah. So this is swap this from the two tribes from the Tokitori people that said that they weren't a studio anymore like three years ago. Yet they keep releasing yeah. all these games. <laughs> They're magic. Hmm. Well, next up here we've got Taiko no Oh, excuse me. Taiko no Tatsujin Drum and Fun for 49.99. Oh. Now this Wait, this is this is the game. Yes, now the the sad thing is you'd have to import the drums. I don't think That is the sad thing. Why isn't this out physically in North America with the drums? I don't know. Um and wh- why doesn't it have why doesn't it have a, a localized name? I don't know. I mean, I don't mind I, I, that I as much. That. 
But no, it, I do. It's hard to say that. Taiko no Tatsu, Tatsujin? Tatsujin. That's stupid. Honestly, Come like, on. this game has always interested me. I actually, I had the... Uh, yeah, Kirby medley. Yeah, no, they've got some, some Kirby stuff. I think they've got uh, some Splatoon, Splatoon as well. <gasps> yeah, this is... This is a, I actually had the opportunity to review this for the website, but I just I was busy this weekend, uh, so I, I ultimately yeah. passed it up, which is a shame because it is a game I've always sort of had an interest in. But I tell you what, if they released it with that little drum kit and I could play that, like I w I would buy it. I really and yeah. I I'd totally buy it. There's drum the drum I feel like makes the game. Yeah. Like I'm sure Agreed. it's still a lot of fun without it. And um, mm, no drum makes the game. <laughs> Mm, no. <laughs> Dismissing it down, baby. Yeah. But yeah. Next up, though, what do we got? Next up here, we've got Diablo 3. Diablo. Diablo 3 Eternal it. Collection. Raise some hell, Perry. Okay. Now, I uh, believe up, this though, is yeah, have... $59.99 full, full retail price right there. Next up, we have Sky Time. Sky. Uh, save your family after a horrible accident with both a boomerang wrench <laughs> and a clock that controls time. This is two ninety nine. It looks like that um, that game for the PS three with it's a first person like parkour game. That's what it looks like. Anyway, um, and you're always holding a clock and you're jumping around buildings. It looks kind of fun actually. Two ninety nine. Why not? Buy it. Next up, though, another... Yeah, <laughs> I would. I'm not going to, though. Uh, next up, we have Moonlighter, which Moon we talked about. Moonlighter. looks sweet. I'll be talking about that next week, I, I bet. So, uh... What's the cost on up, that bad boy? That is $24.99. Physically, it's $34.99, I believe. Boom, boom. Next up here, we've got straight up Solitaire. Solitaire. For $9.99. A pretty, pretty hefty little wow. price there. Um, How can you... How? Rediscover the classic card game. I just... All right. $10 for Solitaire? Yeah, a little, little cray-cray. But moving along here, we've got Minecraft Story Mode Season 2, $39.99. Oh. If what you the were heck? into that... Uh, Telltale Games lives! Yeah. Somehow. Hmm. Moving right, right well, along, that's though. $39.99. That's, I had no idea. Yeah. Shadow of a, a game loot that Justin box. just talked about. Yes. Uh, first person shooter. It is $7.99. It is down to $6.39, 20% off. Yeah, we heard what Justin thought about that game, so we should probably FPS. just keep on trucking along. To grip. Uh, high octane hardcore combat racer. Um, and I believe Neil reviewed this for the site, and I think it's pretty good, but it has its flaws. But it looks amazing. And it's thirty nine ninety nine, so it yes, is a uh, it is, it is a, a premium purchase. But yeah, you definitely want to check is that, out. Is that retail? I don't know. That might be one I get if it's a retail. You know, that'd be fun to get. Probably isn't though. Oh, another game. Next Justin up, talked another game. About. Yep, man, what is this? Yeah. What's going on the, here? The but the shape shifting detective. Yeah, <laughs> the Justin show. Talk Justin. <laughs> Nation. He needs to have that. He needs to have that. But yeah, this is another FMV game uh, from Wales, which it's and it's a good. I'm sure it's good. I think they sent us a code. We should probably do something about that. Next up, Road Redemption for 
Get your road Yet rash another in. game from the Justin Show. Uh, Jay Show. It's, it's Road Rage. And th- was this the game that was... Did he, I, sorry, did he mention... Is this the Kickstarter game? <clears throat> that I have no idea. <laughs> well, there's they're, they're motorcycling on top of buildings, and it looks really fun. So, I don't know. This game looks amazing. <laughs> I Put it on Perry's to purchase list. Yep. I have a feeling next this up, next one won't be, though. I was going to say, this one seems like it's on Casey's to purchase list. Carnival Games for be honest, Case. $39.99. Did you buy this on the Wii? Nope. I've never played Carnival Games. Me neither. Now, the puzzling thing with this is... You only unlock the motion controls after you beat the game, or like beat that particular game. So like, that's amazing. Dumb. But anyway, <laughs> moving along, we've got another game that Justin talked about, Full Metal Furies. How much does yep. that one run? Fourteen ninety nine. Boom oh, well, boom. It's twenty five percent off, so it's, it was twenty. But yeah, we talked about it last week as well as the next game, Rogue Legacy, which we talked about last week, the roguelite platformer. Uh, made by the same guys, and they're kind of dual releasing it. The genealogical roguelite where anyone can be a hero. There you have it. And uh, I don't know how much that one costs. Is that $14.99 again? Oh, uh, yes, that one's $14.99, yep. Okay. But it's not and on sale, so that is the true price. Oh. Mm-hmm. Next what's up our here, last two games? we've got World of Final Fantasy Maxima. Hmm. Expanding the horizons of Final Fantasy, a tale of many encounters and the birth of a new world. This game, if you're a Final Fantasy fan, this game looks ultra cute and cool. Yeah, it's sort of got like the chibi slash Funko Pop looking characters with the big old pieces. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks cute. Are you interested in this at all? Uh... I mean, it looks okay, but I won't. There's no time. Gotcha. We got Pokes coming out next week. Then we've Is got that next week. Yeah, next Friday. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's well, just a look pause. What, look what just came out today. This next game, Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla, Brawlhalla from from Ubisoft, and it's free. It's a free download. Um, and you, this is a game where you, you buy Brawlhalla Mammoth Coins. And you can buy up to 1,600 Mammoth Coins for forty nine ninety nine. Give me them Mammoths. But Bruh. this is a, uh, it's Fight for Glory. It's an epic free-to-play platform fighting game. Sounds cool. Why not? Yeah, it's an interesting... Rayman's in it. It's an interesting, um, tactic to do completely free, and I guess you buy the characters. But what's questionable i mean i guess it's it's out before smash so maybe they're hoping to get like Mm -hmm. some of those fighting fans that are like man i can't wait to smash maybe this will hold us a little bit but uh Mm -hmm. in a month that thing's gonna be buried and forgotten about Mm -hmm. but yeah there we there we have it that is the eShop round that's it i can't believe you did it now i gotta pick my game of the week first good do you know what i'm gonna pick what's that Transistor. You son of a... Ooh, I'm not going to say it. You have to edit Were you going to pick that? Uh, yeah, I was leaning towards that because that looked cool. Um, it does look cool. Hmm. What also other games? Grip looks sweet, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, oh, Road Redemption. Looks awesome, too. I mean, honestly, out of that, I guess... I mean, I'd say Drum and Fun, I guess, is sort of was up there. But maybe the Final mm-hmm. Fantasy game. Like, like I said, it looks cool. It's just... Yeah. 
I imagine it's probably like a pretty darn long, uh, <laughs> long game, you know? Right, right. But and ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody. But got time we're for that. done with this segment. But Chase. you know what we do have Each time round for. Each round is done. Yeah, what do we have time for? I don't know. <laughs> well, tell me. Well, let's move right on in to the old YouTube saloon for a quick little. The YouTube saloon. Wetting of the whistle. Um, I should. Hey there, Casey. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> Remember that one time we were doing the e-shop and it was those two guys and it, and it was totally like they oh, the walked Canadian into the guys, saloon, right? They look just and it like was us. Totally me and you. <laughs> yeah, someone's making money off the likeness of us, and we're missing. I out. know. Yeah. So uh, again, challenges haven't been updated yet, but I think I mentioned last week that uh, about the Moonlighter review that is up on Nintendo World Report TV. Yeah, and it has a ton of views. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel like it's, because it's one of those games, I feel like it's gotten enough publicity where people are, people are interested, you know, that, that, that are like, hmm, let's check this out. Let's check it out. And mm-hmm. it's worth checking out. Um, just like the video. No, uh, but also, yeah. uh, I should, this should be live by the time this here episode launches, um, will be a video I'm doing for the top five most excited places to revisit in Pokemon Let's Go. Yes, right. Yep, I. Uh, that sounds like a fun game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to jumping back into some Pokemans, and uh, get a little hypeage, get a little hype video going up for the the pre-launch. So it should yeah, be. Yeah, remember this is a remake of Yellow. Yep, going back to the so Kanto weird. region. That's right. Where so all that, and that's what you're. That's what the video is about. So check that out because I think it has all new gameplay. I mean, it has like it's it's features gameplay from the game, right? Yeah, it's going to be. I've got a mix of original gameplay from the Game Boy, and I'm going to have some gameplay from the new game as well. Of course, some of the areas that we're most excited to uh, revisit, you know, don't have a ton of you know footage out there from Let's Go. But I'm going to be splicing in what I've found. Um, in there, so it's going to be a nice combination of both old and new. Gotcha. Boom, cool. Because it's all right. Well, check that out. And then what else do we have in, in the old YouTube? I think that's it. Unless if you got something good to talk about. Um, yeah, not really. <laughs> Just uh, my, uh my, that the review for that controller, which I've been I've been using that Hikaris controller a lot. Actually, <laughs> I really like it. Surprisingly, I never thought who'd have thought I'd like a PS4 style controller. Who'd have thunk it? But uh, yeah. It, anyway, but uh, yeah, that's that yeah. Out. If you haven't checked check that out, the, the images of it at least, you know. So, but yes. yeah. Now let's move on into the old news talk with Casey Gibson. Yes, sir. News, news talk. <laughs> The news blog and talk, baby. Now, we had mentioned last week the Smash Direct was coming. We also mentioned that everyone would already know exactly what happened when we were mentioning that it was coming. But now we know, and I figured we'd just go over a little bit of it and give our quick impressions. Um, Ken and Incineroar joined the battle. Um, Ken, okay, whatever. I mean, it's I know it's iconic, it's, but... It's like, obviously, that was happening. Yeah, it's like, okay. Um, Incineroar looks like he could be pretty interesting. He's more of like a wrestling uh, type with, like, suplexes and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't even heard of Incineroar. He is... I didn't either. Um, 
until I realized he is, I guess, the final form of uh, from Moon, uh, from Lit Lit Kitten, Kit Lit oh, Lit, is Lit he? Kitten or whatever the. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I ended up going um, a different one, so um, that's why I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't even know. Interesting. Yeah, I went Rowlet Litton Litton. That's it. So Litton, I believe, turns into. Um, Incineroar eventually. I mean, at, at the final form. Yeah, you go Terra Kitten, or Terra Cat, excuse me, and then you go Incineroar. Um, and I guess Incineroar is super popular in Japan, so that would make sense gotcha. why he's getting the nod. Plus, honestly, he looks pretty badass. Like, yeah, I, I think he. I mean, he's just. I mean, he's a Pokemon for sure. And I like that they use new Pokemon. It was know. a cool intro too, with the boxing ring and how he sort of came in like that. Yeah, man, those that direct, the 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 production on those things just and think about crazy. how much money they spent it for, and literally it's like they use it for that, and like I know people go back it. and watch it, but yeah, it's like it's no, not like don't. those are in it's the not, game. Yeah, I, why aren't they in the game? I never understood that. I always thought like, like you know, it's kind of like the 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 brawl stuff, um, like the the movies and brawl. In the, yeah, there's uh, spaceship. In space. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, I always thought that was so cool. It's like, and there's not even, like, remember, like, you know, like when Vilger gets the invitation? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's and, and it's just so cool. And I, I, they're not in the game anyway. It's like, I, 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 those I guess can't it's all be marketing, worth the, baby. The cost of those. There's, like, they can't it totally be does, it. though. Think of all the hype. I, I guess. And it's funny I because I would say the least hype um, announcement has been for me was Isabel. And it's not because, like, I wasn't excited about her being in it, but, like, it was just very, like, oh, like, you know, like, oh, it looked just right. like Animal Crossing. Like, okay, cool, that's awesome. But, like, how, how it's so much cooler when it's like, oh, okay, you got freaking guys kicking the crap out of each other in the ring, you know, and smashing them into the, the scoreboard, you know. I, it, oh, God, good old Smash. But, right. but anyway, moving along here, uh, DLC coming, five characters, each with a stage and some music to accompany it for $24.99. Uh, you could buy, like, the, I forget what they actually dub it, like, the Fighter's Pass or whatever, uh, but you could do that. Um, they will be adding a free DLC character, the Piranha Plant, which I think got a lot of people like, Whoa. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I think uh, I think that's gonna be uh, fun. That's the coolest fighter like that's ever been. And he's got range. He's got the range, man. I'm looking oh my forward goodness. to. Yeah. And then someone I saw a post on Reddit was like, Kirby's gonna look so creepy when he swallows and steals the piranha plant because it's just gonna be like a round, like the round puffball with like those big lips and teeth. It's gonna be totally. It's gonna be the nightmare fuel. Oh man. I know. Well, Kirby already is Nightmare Fuel. Let's just be honest here. <laughs> well, speaking of Kirby, we now know he is the ultimate protagonist of the Super Smash Brothers uh, genre or, uh, or franchise. It makes sense, right? Yeah, Sakurai. The sa- Sakurai ba- uh, bias. It, just, it kind of just hit me when you just said that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. They, they went into the whole direct. They, they talked a lot about spirits and how like you'll unlock them. And you'll be able to like upgrade spirits and stack spirits on spirits to get different sorts of boosts and stuff. But what was the coolest was at the end when they were like, hey, why don't you check out Adventure Mode? 
Um, and then they, they had that really awesome um, cinematic of every single character dying, except for Kirby, who outlasts uh, the impending doom. And um, then they showed like some of uh, like the overworld map and, and moving along and going to different nodes mm. where you fight different fighters and stuff. Uh, that looked awesome. Yeah, that got that's, me really excited. I'm very happy about that. It's so funny. <clears throat> I was looking at the reaction of the direct, and I, I was happy. I was like, okay, we got, like, Incineroar looks pretty cool. Piranha Plant, like, that's not expected. Piranha like, Plant, cool. that was the coolest thing ever. Like, you know, that was such a weird announcement, you know? Because I think the whole idea was you think it's an assist trophy, you know? yeah. And then he keeps going, and it's like, what? And it's like, what is this? And then it's like, oh, my goodness. Piranha Plant pipes up. <laughs> it's amazing. And Dude, imagine that they had Goomba. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess, see, I guess uh, people were upset because they were hoping that the Grinch leak crap was real. So they, I guess everyone was going oh, in man. expecting. Ba- oh, and I get the funniest thing was like the little knife, uh, twist of the knife was that Isaac from Golden Sun is in the Sis Trophy. I know he right. was rumored to be a real character, so everyone and, was well, like, "Well, that—that's when the whole leak fell apart, right?" Because like when I was when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, Ken, that was one yeah, of the ones the, that yeah, they said the was dreams in there." I was alive. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, "Oh, wow!" And I bet the guy that made that 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 uh, fake thing was like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like come on, baby, keep going." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now there there is still like because for me out of all those characters like banjo like i could care less if banjo kazooie's in smash like sure it'll be cool you couldn't care less yeah. but I, yes yeah me, well, t- me neither i don't care about banjo kazooie no. uh, but i want gino i would love gino um gino would be cool so i'm hoping there's a chance that he might be a um a dlc character that would be pretty cool but uh but yeah i mean i guess well, for me i'm in the camp of like i'm just gonna wait and see who they put into the roster and all the cool you know it's like i'm not sitting here campaigning for one oh, yeah. character or another and i think that's when people I get guess, all bent out of shape you know to be honest the only thing that i really want is i i really want them to be i really want them to be nintendo characters you know like like i i don't i love that third-party characters are in there but they're not as fun to me like i i kind of like when they go back into the history of nintendo so I love the old retro, you know, like Mock Rider. That, like, that would have been really cool. Like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But also just kind of digging in. Like, like you know, like it feels weird that Ken's in it and not Waluigi. You know what I mean? And then I get thinking about it, and I and I just get really, like, you know, they he said, you know, Sakurai says that, they, you know, obviously, like, with Bayonetta and with King K. Rule, you know that was a huge like every time the fans said that's what they wanted. You know, but I just I just got thinking, man, Waluigi is not in it. That is so annoying. Everyone really wants hope him that so that's bad. A DLC, I know, and it's like, why don't they? It's just annoying. I don't know. Like, it'd still be so, for me, it'd be so perfect. The, the most hyped um, announcement was definitely Cloud. For me, that like that I think. Oh really? Yeah, because I think that was just one of those like, what. You know, like, mm-hmm. like I don't know, like getting yeah, Snake, yeah. like is like whatever. Snake's been on, you know, he was in, like. Well, you mean Cloud the first time he was. Yeah, announced, yeah, right? yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You know, like oh, you know, I feel like just other characters. It's like, well, they've been on multiple consoles, whether it's been Xbox or or PS4. Cloud has yeah. just always been such like a, a a Sony thing, you know. So like to see him come, I remember that I was like, oh. 
But anyway. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, good And now good Final stuff. Fantasy VII's coming to Switch. Oh, baby, um, I can't wait. Perry. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> just got you pumped up, didn't I? Woo! Um, well, and did you know that in the news that just dropped tonight is that the DLC lineup is completed. Yes, I saw that. And decided entirely by Nintendo. Nintendo. And so Sakurai put that out. He actually put that in English on on the old twit bag. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But uh yeah, so I I guess uh, would you you want them to wait to hold out on or would you rather just know yeah, probably just wait is better. I don't know. What do you mean wait? Like to them to, tell to us to know who what they are. Um I think at this point they'll like I imagine they were just slowly roll them out. I could see yeah. like, all right, it launches, um, and then maybe like in January or maybe even sometime in December, like as like a, hey, here's a teaser of like one of like the DLC characters, and especially if it's like a cool character, yeah. and then everyone would be like, ooh, well, I'm gonna drop the twenty five dollars now, you know? Yeah, and it, yeah, I guess. And the other big part of this, did you talk about the price of the DLC and like? Seems like that there's a pass, like for twenty four ninety nine, now, and that's a lot cheaper now that I'm thinking about it, than like the DLC for uh, Smash Four. I mean, like if you add up all the stuff, it, oh, it was, it was so crazy. Expensive. Yeah, it was it was it's ridiculous. So stupid, dude. Well, see, this I seems fair that. to me though. Twenty four ninety nine for the it five does. characters. It's it's expensive, but I feel like a lot. How is that fair when you get? 70 some for 60. I I mean, I don't know. Like I guess they could have I guess they could already planned. I guess they could have done like 19.99. I don't know. I just think like I, I think, think it, yeah. I think when you look at like Mario Party, that was bonkers. Like how good of a deal for how much content you got. And I feel like they probably realized like we could have charged more for that. You know, wait for what? Remember, like Sorry, the Mario Ka- Mario Kart Eight, de- uh, not Deluxe, but the oh, Mario okay. Kart Eight DLC back in the day. Yeah, when okay. it was like you said Mario Party. So oh, I was did like, I? Oh, my mistake. I was to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, exactly. So I think they probably yeah, thought but- like, "Holy moly!" Like that was a lot of con. Like we could make more, and I think, like I think. Well, that's what Smash was then, right? And after Smash, that. That, I think Smash Four was, was crazy because yeah, there was just so much. Yeah, between- I only bought Bayonetta, and that's it. I bought all the characters, but. I think, like, in the beginning, I bought for 3DS, too, and then I was like, what the heck am I doing? Um, I think twenty four ninety nine. I think it's, I don't know. I don't, like, I, I see that price. I well, see five characters, five stages of music. If it comes with everything, you know, whatever, I guess. Like, that's fine. That's less than half. It's five new characters, whatever. I think it's still pretty expensive. I don't know if I'll, I mean, I'm it going depends to on do how it. good. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. You know I don't. I, I, I won't I, I do probably it day will. one. I'm not happy about it though. You know. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna like, do it day one. But I'll probably like when they announce the first character, and I'm like, okay, it's coming out soon. Like I'll be like, okay, I'm just gonna buy it all because like I'm assuming it's going to be more expensive if you go piecemeal. You know. Yeah, I just I think it's like you get one free basically. Well, I'm thinking it'll probably be five ninety nine. Yeah, five ninety nine. So yeah, it's like if you buy all of them, you get one free. Yeah. So I mean, you know, so it is what it is. You know. Mm-hmm. But moving it's along, better than the, it's better than the first. Oh one, well, I guess, like I said, so. it was too convoluted with the first one being two versions. Oh man! And then like, hey, and, and then you like, don't need to buy the characters, but you could just buy. I don't like. 
costumes me, for your me's and yeah it's like, and like it's like uh, like a dollar and 25 cents it's just so stupid yeah, no, i don't it, know it seems simpler to just I be like hey I, here yeah yeah it was bad anyway next up here though we've got some good news nintendo is now hiring two new positions for a new zelda game um the first is a 3d computer graphics designer which will be topped uh tasked with t- topography creation for topography the, topography creation for the use in dungeons as well as level and concept design for dungeons and the next job is a more broad level designer responsible for more generalization game content such as enemies world design and more dungeon design planning um, casey are you thinking what i'm thinking me and you, buddy. Yeah, we got this. You've always had an unhealthy interest in topographic yeah. maps. I am pretty good with, with some topography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if anyone's out there that wants to be a level designer at Nintendo, there you go. Yeah, I mean... I would. I think it makes sense. Uh, at this point, it came out almost two years ago. I, I mean, I a year... I mean, I guess we're still four months away from when it would be two-year mark, you know, over a year and a half. Um, and then, of course, the DLC ran up to last year. So it's been, like, it's been a healthy time since this game has been out in uh, the world. Um, and I personally, I imagine it's going to be something in line with maybe not necessarily tone and feel of Majora's Mask, but in that, like, hey, we're going to reuse this engine and the assets here. Maybe, the you know, some new assets here and there. But, like, we're going to reuse a lot of this and we're going to deliver a hopefully more dungeon um focused zelda game with the really great you know world of breath of the wild oh yeah yeah you gotta wonder are they gonna go back or are they gonna go forward for this next one you know mm. or are they gonna go you know side it's gonna be interesting yeah and i'm i'm fine with either direction you know like i would be totally fine with a top-down zelda that would be amazing you know what i mean like yeah, I, really would I, be. I i would th- i mean if they're gonna reuse assets from breath of the wild you know i would still like oh yeah if they're doing i that, would yeah. love them to do that but also have another team working on a, a top-down zelda for the yeah, switch as there has well to be too. you know um or even yeah, like, I mean, I don't necessarily know about reusing it. I mean, I'd be fine if they just moved away from Breath of the Wild and did something. I just new. think, I mean, I'm just thinking they like they how much time and effort and money they put into Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's like I can't imagine they wouldn't want to like have a quick turnaround where they can make a you know sell ten yeah, thousand more. Co- oh, they 10 never really million. do that. They've only done that with Majora's Mask. I mean, I, I know exactly what you're but, saying. I don't know. It's just like, but they did all the DLC. Yeah, but the DLC was like, ugh. I mean, it was cool what? if you were really like I mean, yeah, into I, it, but it wasn't like, no, I, I don't know. No, I know, but it's like I, I don't think they're interested in that. Like, I think they want to do, like, as for me, it's like I, I don't really want to, I don't really want to have another Breath of the Wild right now. You know, like I, I'm not really like I, if I wanted, to, I never played the DLC. Like, if I wanted to, I, I could play it again. Well, the, the, but I'm not really interested in, like, you know what I mean? I'm not like, saying... in the same experience. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, oh, I want this big open world and I want to explore it all like that. I'm thinking, like, you take the the engine you got there and you make it a more condensed world with more focus on bigger dungeons. You know, hey, yeah. a more traditional, quote-unquote, Zelda where it's like, hey, there's yeah, I seven think, awesome... I think that would be awesome. Like, that's what I'm hoping I think, for. I think putting it down to an Ocarina of Time... 
idea. I mean, obviously a bigger, a yeah, like a bigger, map, a bigger world to explore, but, having but not as that large same as gameplay. Oh my goodness, wouldn't that be cool in that world? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, like I said, you it wouldn't need to be as big as Breath of the Wild, and like it could be more linear, quote unquote. You know. Uh, maybe th- and they could change the art style a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, like, I'm not saying yeah, one for one, but like, I I could just see them grabbing a lot of what they have, you know, shaking it up a little bit, adding a little things here and there, put an emphasis on the dungeons instead of oh. the exploration, and then it would be able to do a relatively quick turnaround, you know, because they'd already have the engine yeah. in place, and then you know, it would offer a pretty completely different experience, one that would be more in line with what we've sort of come to, you know, expect with a Zelda game before Breath of the Wild. But, yeah, I don't know. Or they just do Wind Waker 2, which I would be completely fine with, and I would be so hyped if they did that. Anyway. Yeah, I'd be cool with anyway. that too. Or they just, just say, hey, we're remaking Link's Awakening. We're not going 3D at all. But anyway, moving along here. <laughs> I'd be completely fine with that too. What's this next bit? I'll let you take the sad news. Mario is missing. He gone. He's gone. Mario Sagale, which I think is how you it's pronounce Sagale. it. The name, the guy that Mario is named after, has died at at the ripe old age of eighty four. It's a long, it's a long, healthy life right there. Yep, and he was the manager of something. And apparently, he was a I read somewhere like he, he like, he was a property manager. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. It's so funny because whenever in my mind. I always thought of this guy as like some like oh I just happened to own a building and I rented it out Nintendo and like but I guess yeah yeah but he was like a multi million dollar guy doing like international deals and stuff so oh he was yeah. and I and I guess like <laughs> See, um I just figured like it was literally a guy with overalls like in a red hat like <laughs> and, and I guess um they said like he always like when asked about like hey like how you know to be named Mario you know and I feel like I guess he was always sort of like. Like didn't want that that name because he was like I'd rather be acknowledged on my doings you know or whatever so it's like hey Mario is your brother named Luigi yeah, yeah. yeah where's where's Luigi Sagali <laughs> and Waluigi Sagali uh, but anyway yes sad news that he passed away but like I said eighty four that's a nice long life right there you know yep yeah, it is if I make it to eighty four I'll eat my Sunday hat yeah there's no way I'm making it to eighty four. Yeah, no way. Nope. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, you definitely not. Well, what is uh, that Speaking mean? of 84. Speaking of 84, Fortnite has been downloaded 11 million times on the Switch. Hot dog. Hot diggity dog. Also. <laughs> Unrelated, but sort of related. Well, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> NFL jerseys are coming to Fortnite on the Switch. And I thought that was sort of funny, getting get my Jets jersey up in there. It's so, oh man, yeah. I'm going to wear a Jets jersey just for you, buddy. Ooh, you dog. What a guy. Yep. Yep. You'll look good. That's so funny. Yeah, for, Yeah. oh my goodness. So we haven't played forever. It's been probably like three weeks, you know. And uh, we just, Jules and I just played today. And like, it's so funny how much the game has changed. Like, what the heck is this? Have you seen these balloons? I haven't played in a real long time. I know, I know. And I, I these are brand new things. There's these balloons you can blow up. Like you can blow like four or five of them up and they hold them and then 
when you jump, you float really far into the air. <laughs> and then they made it so whenever you jump off of any distance now, you can use your glider. Oh, that's nice. So you don't, you'll never, you know, no I mean, fall you damage. can still fall and die if you don't pull your glider out. But yeah. Anyway, that game is constantly changing. That's a very fun game. Good old for, Fortnite. It's free. Good old Fortnite. All right. Speaking of free. These aren't free because you got to pay twenty dollars. Twenty dollars, even pay it up unless you take advantage of of Jerry Jerkum, and hey, you just free. Yeah. I'm a freeloader. Freeloader. He's a cheater. Keep freeloading. Uh, we're talking about the new games coming to the NES online catalog <laughs> for Switch, which is Metroid. Ever heard of it? Mighty Bomb Jack and Twin B, which. I actually the hey, most exciting one out of this B, to me. What you gonna do? I've never. I don't know what Mighty Bomb Jack is. Mighty really. Bomb Jack it, is a 1986 Nintendo Entertainment System game released by Tecmo, which was later ported to the Amiga, Atari ST, and the Commodore 64. Thank you, Casey. Um, I was thinking it might tell me I'm, exactly. I'm most what, excited for Twin B. What it is, but they just gave me the. Oh, it came to the Wii U at some point, and the Wii right. on virtual consoles. Each level is split okay. into two parts, an action zone and a royal palace room. The mechanics and level designs of the royal palace rooms are directly lifted from Bomb Jack, and action zones can be split up into several portions and contain power-ups, usually hidden in treasure chests such as money bags, mighty coins, and mighty drinks. All right, that's enough of that. Well, bibbidi-bobbidi. Anyway, Twin Bees are a really fun shmup, so shmup I'm looking up. forward to those. Now, those are all going to be coming on the 14th, so not, not too far off here. Next week. Yep, next week. Some exciting news also. Super Smash Ultimate demos cropping up at Best Buys near you, potentially, or oh potentially boy. not. They don't really tell you at all. Um, I guess on Twitter, someone posted a picture of... Uh, of the demo on one of the kiosks there, and then uh, the official Best Buy Twitter was, um, they, they tweeted, oh, looks like the cat's out of the bag. So someone had followed up like, hey, like how can we find out where? And they were just like, hey, you got to check in with your local Best Buy. So I don't think there's going to be any place online you could like look it up. You'll just have to either mm-hmm. stop in or give Probably a just call. call yeah. Um, I know a few people on staff have tried... Um, as of Tuesday, um, have tried their local Best Buys with with no dice yet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to stop by or give a call, but I figure at some point to try and see if if they have it over there. Hmm. But yeah, exciting news! Uh, if you want to hmm. get your mitts on some ultimate early. That's right. But we got some I mean, even more. Exci- oh well, unless if you wanted to comment real quick. Nope, that's I was just gonna segue into the next thing, just like you were. Boom, great minds think alike. Jimmy's think alike. Go ahead. What I was going to say was even more exciting news <laughs> is this next little bit that Terry, that I almost called you Terry, <laughs> that Terry's gonna tell you about. That's the best because Perry, like you can really put like any any letter in front yep. of it, and it pretty much works, you know. Larry, Jerry, Gary, R- Terry. Barry. Dairy. Perry. Fairy. Dairy. He's a fairy. Fairy. Starry. All right. <laughs> All right, anyway, Terry, yes. tell Even us. Even more exciting news. 
Uh, for everyone listening, if you are a fan of this podcast, I have I have a, an exciting <laughs> proposition for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have we are we are making a f- uh, a fresh, delicious batch of really cool talk Nintendo T-shirts. Wee. Yes, uh, we are gonna have these at PAX South, but um, Perry went over. The idea is uh, <laughs> we're we're getting a big batch of them, and uh, this is the idea. Okay, so this is how they're gonna look. They're gonna be a really nice Gildan tee, uh, so and on the front. It's going to have the Talk Nintendo podcast, the logo that we have. Not the two heads, but just like the writing. On the back, it's going to have the two heads. And then it has our Twitter handle underneath it. Um, but and, and that's all in white. But then every 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 uh, shirt is going to be a different color. So the idea is, if you would like one, we're going to sell them for $15, okay? Which so is pretty much you know. would be what the cost plus shipping would be so it's not shipping. like we're we're yeah. gonna be making a boatload off these, yeah really so. we're just yeah we're not making money off these um and uh and, and that that would be in the u.s uh if we can talk you know privately about like a canada or mexico yeah or it might cost um, a few extra dollars depending but uh i know we have some some faithful listeners out there that might want them uh which would just be of course we're pretty open so we'll talk to you we can check into how much it would ship and you know, we could sort of run yep. it by you, and we could sort of see if we make it work. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna get small from small to triple XL, um, and uh, the idea is you're gonna tell me what size you need, and then I get to pick out. And Casey too, we get to pick out which uh, color we're gonna send you, and you're not gonna know until you get it. And you also get some fun stuff like stickers, and and who knows what I'll send with it. You never know. Perry's but, always um, throwing yeah. goodies. Yeah, yeah. So we we won't have these for another month, um, but so I want to get. But I, what will happen is if we can just just all, if you just want to email me Perry at NintendoWorldReport dot com. Uh, if you email me and just tell me what size you want, if if uh, then I can reserve it for you so it can be ready to go. And then like before I send them, you can like PayPal me or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited, and we're gonna. And then if you can be at PAX uh, South, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. We can take pictures and everything. But Boom. really nice quality shirts. Really, I can vouch for them. It's a really cool local uh, company here that I've worked with over the past 15 years. So very nice. Yeah, yeah it should be should be fun. I'm looking forward to uh, to getting one of my own. And like oh, you said, yeah. hopefully seeing a couple out there at PAX East or West or PAX South. Terry? Yeah. God dang it, Terry, you got me tongue-tied. I'm terrified. <laughs> but yes, uh, that's going to bring it to the end of the news, and I believe that's going to bring her to the end of the show here. Um, mm-hmm. Another jam-packed episode. I, know. I, I figured at one, at one point, yeah, at one point tonight, I was like, we might actually have like a pretty brisk epi. But boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah, you bring the nation on. And you, he brings the heat, so... Ain't, ain't no such thing as a brisk episode. Nope, not around these pots. Nope. But, of course, you can find us on Twitter at TalkNintendoP... Oh, oh, my God, I screwed it up. I'm losing my mind here. You okay now, over I'm, there, Terry? I'm dying. TalkNintendoPod, that's TalkNintendo... P-O-D. And 
You can send in your listener mail to that there Twitter handle, or you can email us at talknintendopodcast at nintendoworldreport.com. Um, again, <laughs> take a yeah. breath, Casey. <laughs> As Perry said, uh, if you are interested in the t-shirts, hit him up. You, pretty much you can um, email the show or, again, perry at nintendoworldreport.com. You could direct message us yeah. on, on Twitter, yeah, too. They're pretty wanna, much, yeah. we're, we're always checking the you ways we talk here. You can tweet at us here. if you want. Yeah. Like, just, uh, yeah, if you want to deserve one. But, but I won't, yeah. Cool. Yeah, boom, boom. Yeah. Um, and I think that is going to be it. So, thank That's you it. all for listening, as always, and we will see you next week. That's right. We're not going anywhere. Well, yeah, we are. Where's Luigi Sagali? Powie Zowies. And Waluigi Sagali. Hey there, Casey. Hey, Jerry. Terry, you got me tongue-tied, terrified. Oh, you're very welcome.